Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Drop Frames. Zeke, you're no longer on vacation. You've somehow stumbled back onto the show. I did. I came back from from my my family time, and and uh, I'm here now, and it's way better. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this your family or you? <laughs> Wife's family. What, no, no, okay. it's mine. My, 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 uh, my dad's brother, my uncle, celebrated his seventieth uh, uh, birthday. And I, sorry, I, I kind of paused there because <clears throat> I noticed that Co's Co's shirt. Does that say Dad? It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great shirt. That is spectacular shirt. Where'd you get that? That's um, a fantastic shirt. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> I just I Google cool shirts. There you go. Buy stuff. There you go. Did so how many people while I was gone were like, Can uh can Max like stay? <laughs> you know? I'm, I, oh, pretty much everyone. Including I, both I of us. That. It must have been in Coast Chat because my, my chat didn't say that. It sounds like Coast Chat though. <laughs> okay, how about this? How many people were like, Did you did you fire Zeke finally? We <laughs> made that joke. Let him go? <laughs> oh, yeah, you did? We, okay. we made that joke on the show, yeah. That's how we introduced it. Many Max. times, many times. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, it's just met it, with it, resounding it, applause. Did an eight-hour drive up and eight-hour drive back. Ooh, um, and it was oh god, it was a fucking madhouse. Uh, I was supposed to stay with my with my other friend, but uh, my brother drove up uh, from California with his dog, and he was staying with my little brother. And I'm like, what's one more person and two more dogs in this house? Sure, and it was yeah, it was I slept with five dogs every night on a beanbag and that part of it was awesome i love that yeah that that sounds pretty all right yeah it was cool <laughs> but it was definitely like <clears throat> god man you like i didn't realize exactly how much my pets are uh quarantine dogs and dogs not only that but dogs that stay home with like have their have their masters around 24 mm. hours a day um they're very rarely apart and how much how protective and uh you know how much separation anxiety they have when you don't realize it until you go somewhere else like i was the the place i was staying was a beanbag down in the basement uh of my brother's place and uh anytime someone was moving upstairs <laughs> anytime someone was coming down the stairs like both of them just growling and barking like crazy and i'm like what is wrong with you guys you just saw them house. five minutes ago yeah like literally five minutes ago he went upstairs get got a glass of water and he's coming back down downstairs and you're barking yeah jesus it happens ollie was barking at some shoes last night that he's never seen before so look dogs are strange <laughs> dogs are strange yeah there's some shoes on the kitchen floor it was just like what the fuck are those i'm just gonna bark at those till someone comes and rescues me from the shoes and yeah he's fine he just I, just, I wonder what's going through their mind shoes like, are scary man yeah who are you say something say something intruder yeah that intruder <clears throat> i mean it was i i thought it was just him normally barking at i don't know a car driving by or something but no it was a solid five minutes or so of nonstop barking at shoes. So, yeah. yeah. Dogs are weird. They're territorial. That's how it goes. Yeah. Overall, though, good trip. Worthwhile trip. 
Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I did a, a one day. I hung out with the family and did the whole birthday thing. And then I gave myself one day to do nothing. And mm, I, that's smart. exactly what I did. I just sat on the sat on the beanbag chair and I just I watched GDQ like the whole day. Ordered ordered food, ordered takeout, DoorDash, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, did absolutely nothing that whole day. Just sat on like it was. It was so like it was like a like a stereotypical like stoner from a movie. Just sitting there like <laughs> funions on the chest, like <laughs> got dogs around me like licking my like the crumbs, like no, those aren't for you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, but it was great. And then I crammed the entire like like Hey, I'm coming to town. Let's let's hang out. I crammed all of that into the last day, which was a stupid plan. So I ended up eating like four times that day because mm. everybody wanted to go to lunch. Yeah, you know? hard to do that as you like, get older. I got another. I got second lunch coming up, so I gotta gotta take off. You role played a hobbit for a day, is, is what I'm hearing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good. Sounds like <laughs> a, a a good break. Uh, regardless yeah. of the the beanbag and and territorial dogs and all that stuff and you know family for, members it, yeah but except for that one day it didn't feel like like a vacation at all yeah yeah because it, it was just cram full of shit like vacations are supposed to be like do whatever you feel I, like i have a theory that streamers don't know how to take vacations because vacation days just become filled with all the things that we can't do because we're streaming and so there's no, it's not a, it's just a day to fill with things that you can't do while streaming. It's not a vacation. <laughs> that is my, like, I, I oftentimes feel like I don't have a day off, even though I take one day off, like completely off of yeah. streaming. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a day off because it's always like, all right, I, I can't, because I stream during the day. So I can't, I don't do any of this, like no groceries. I don't go pick up, you know, uh, my mail or my UPS box. I don't like that's the day for the groomers. Like every six weeks the day for, you know, all the shit that you can't do during the week. And yeah. you're done like at like six or seven, like normally when you would get done with the stream, you're like, all right, time to relax. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <clears throat> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. Might be same for, I think almost anyone that works a, a normal job throughout the week. Cause weekends are just things that you have to do that you couldn't do during the week. And also, okay. and I know you guys probably can completely understand this. Your your brain is never off because if you're off, if you're not streaming, you're not making money. You know, yeah. there's always yeah. that thing in the back of your head. So it's like your brain is still doing gymnastics. Like, oh, what am I? How how hard am I gonna have to work to get back the subs I lost? You know, while I was, while I was taking days off. Yeah, I you know, funny enough, ever since I signed that contract, it has nothing to do with subs. It's always like I gotta stream some more hours. Mm-hmm. I, like that's where my brain is now it's like i gotta stream hours yep. yeah I, got, I gotta put the put the hours in on xyz days so that when i take this day off because i've agreed to do something with the family it doesn't set me back to where i have to do like nine hour streams yeah so yep. <laughs> looking forward to being out of that contract soon that's all i'm saying uh co how's it going with you everything good chugging along man not enough hours in the day yeah same old same old yeah mm-hmm. Chugging, chugging, chugging. The grind is real. The grind is uh, is a grind, it turns out. It's a grind. Yep. Yep. Waiting for a sunny day and uh, way too many rainy and super hot days lately. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, are you under the like 100 plus heat index stuff there in NC as well? We're close. Yeah. 
It's we're close. Well, here. used to be an NC, but yeah, well, <laughs> it's whole, the whole East Coast now. right now. Yeah, the whole the whole the whole East Coast is uh, is bad, and um, it is definitely bad where I am as well. So it's it's um, yeah. If it's not like you know a hundred plus heat index, then it's pouring rain. Yeah, and those have basically been the two days, and and some days it's both, and just absolutely miserable. You literally go outside; it's raining, but it's so hot that it's also steaming. So yeah. like you'll see the rain coming down, but then there's steam going up off the ground, and you walk through it. It's just like <gasps> you know, like it's like it's like you're swimming as you're moving through the normal air. Um, it's a thing. <clears throat> Too hot. It's humid down here. So. Too hot. Speaking of that, I'm at, I've added one more thing to my to my very short list of things that I can wholeheartedly endorse. Uh, a day vasectomy and mini splits. <laughs> oh, got them installed while I was on while I was on vacation. Yeah. Um. Wait. Yep. And do those how, where where's do those have like a fan on the back that's exhaust or how does that work? They the the unit the whole air conditioning unit the workhorse of the thing yeah is all outside. It, it's a hole about the size of like a pool ball, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a softball. Huh. Um. That you drill into your wall. All of the hoses and power and all that shit go outside the unit. The air conditioning unit sits outside, so this is just like the blower. Ah. Like it just blows the cold air. And let me tell you, man, it's way more. Uh, it's deadly quiet. Like you can't hear it at all. Like I turned off my noise gate completely, and I couldn't hear it nice. going. <clears throat> Keeps keep, and it's it, they're modular. So, oh, uh, yeah, they're modular. So like you can. Um, Put put them each in a room, and uh, each each of them have a remote, a so you remote. can have. Yeah, I can have this room at whatever temperature, and our bedroom at a different temperature, and the living room at a completely different temperature. Um, now they're not like super cheap <laughs> or anything. Like all told, it was like I think it was like five or six thousand. But let me tell you, man, holy shit! That's yeah, expensive. but it's it's the whole house. Like it's it's I like really like installing, um uh air, central air. You know, yeah, it's a yeah. whole like. Air, air conditioning uh like paradigm or whatever yeah uh, that's how chat is like zeke discovered ac <laughs> you know before i was going down to the store and getting bags of ice and i put them in the corner but they were so wet they'd make my carpet moldy and then i discovered the fan i was doing that for a while but then this device came along yeah yes periodically i was i was dunking my lower extremities in ice water and that worked for a time but it's also very, very wet and, and drippy. And now I have these cold air blowing devices. <laughs> no, I had air conditionings. Like I, I had like window so units. Did you have to remove your they, AC? They're then? loud and they don't they don't work as well. Like sometimes they just like if it's too hot, they just stop working. I'm like, no, that's what I need you to work the hardest and the best. <laughs> yeah. Like can't too hot should not be in a, a AC's like vocabulary, you know? Yeah. But, oh, uh, dude, yeah, they, he had to... Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was done. I was hey, done. Oh, back at my old house, um, the house I had before this one, we had a... It was a, it was a two-story, and the top definitely held a lot of heat. And sure. on top of that was where the AC was. So there's, like, this little attic, and the AC was up there. And that AC unit would frequently, at full blast, not be able to keep up on hot days. So the AC would be running at full blast and the, and the AC would be like set to 72, but it'd be like 78, 80 degrees. Jeez. And um, that would then cause it 
to then overheat and shut down. Um, at one point, it flooded so much water out of its condensation thing that it backed up that pipe. But it's just like, man, I tell you, like ACs, uh, appreciate them on hot days. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ACs are great. There's so many situations where they just don't work. They're just, they're just not good. Yeah. Um, yeah but, oh, my Lord, man. That was a mess. We've definitely had our ACs like freeze because we ran them too much. They were just frozen. You have to like turn them off, completely thaw them. That's that's never fun. But knock on wood, everything's been going okay with ours. <laughs> so, God, I really hope I didn't fuck myself by saying that. But yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> report back, I guess, in the next couple of weeks. I think in, was it, I think it's probably Texas. I think I saw a couple of streamers saying that their like power was dipping out because it was so... It was too hot, and so their power grid was just like fucking up uh, a bunch. I couldn't imagine all the uh, all the issues. I'm I'm glad I'm out of that uh, that power grid, so to speak, because it, it seems no, like it's still raging on. In Colorado, at least, it's uh, wet snow days and over 100 degree days. You you're like, they tell your stream like, power might go out today. Just letting you know, it's over 100 degrees here, and uh, it might overload the fucking grid. So if my power goes out, or if you see the lights go out, because the lights aren't on my UPS, you know, I've got that battery backup. Yeah. So if you see the, my overhead lights go off, that's that you know I've got about 10 minutes to say goodbye before <laughs> I got the stream will shut off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, JP, you, you're is that me or is that you? Oh, that's me. Wait, no, that's that's you because mine. Mine's not curved, Zeke. Mine's, uh, you know, it's a straight, flat edge here. There we go. And, yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me just... I had it right. I had it like the difference was split. Uh, I can just hold on. chop the edge off if you like. There. Yeah. That works for me. You'll adjust as needed. <laughs> I think it bothers you more than it does me. Uh, oh god it bothers me so much <laughs> I know it it's honest it's 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 as bad as having the mouse on the screen mm. can't do it <clears throat> can't do it no there you go there you go <laughs> uh we'll jump into a little bit of news kind of a slow week here uh in the middle of the summer we had some uh some streamer news with some people leaving twitch some people coming back to twitch uh lily peach who is out over at youtube she's headed or she's leaving twitch out at twitch Heading over to YouTube, uh, there was no details about the monetary uh, gain for Lily, uh, at least on the news re uh, reports that I read. Uh, but she's over. She's over as, on YouTube. As yeah. an offline TV person, I think. Uh, yes. Assume it, a popular offline TV person. I think we can assume that it was probably pretty sizable to get her to leave. Yes. Especially considering now, Pokimane recently signed back with Twitch not too long ago. So we know that they're 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 looking at OTV and wanting to keep them on Twitch. So yeah, that was with Sakuno also leaving. You know, we can assume that their YouTube is is serious about this. Sure, I've heard of Lily Pichu. What uh, what games or what stream? What kind of stream? Just chatting and League of Legends. Uh, she 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 yeah. does a little bit of variety too, but she's basically the same part. She's part of the big offline TV group. So you know, they kind of go after a specific demographic. And you can okay. watch Twitch and never hear or see any Art. of them. Um, kind of like if you don't come for games and variety, you know, you won't see us at all. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a different, different side of Twitch. Yeah. Um, but the Pokemon crowds, you know, disguised toast, uh, the, those that they're all kind of like the same crew. They all run together. 
Yeah. Music and art. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's also a voice actor. Oh yeah, she does she's a yeah, she's a voice actor and also does a lot of artwork. That's right. Yeah. Art. She's been uh she's actually a voice actor for character in Genshin uh Impact, and I think she's done a couple other okay. big roles as well. So she hasn't okay. streamed she doesn't stream as much lately, and so it, not Oh really no no, she's fine. She went to YouTube. Sorry. <laughs> somebody somebody in my chat was like, What happened to her? Uh. No. <laughs> we're, we're talking about somebody who got signed to YouTube. She's great. In fact, she's doing awesome. Yeah, yeah she's fine. Yeah. Come on. You're like a child that wanders yeah. into the middle of a movie. Like, we said it two minutes ago. What happened? God damn it. Yeah. What happened? What'd they say? Oh, man. That... Oh, yeah. wow. I'm sorry. Somebody just corrected me. Uh, Sukuno is not a part of OTV. I'm, I totally thought he was. I know he hangs out with that he group. He streams nonstop I... with that group. Yeah, but I don't think he's yeah, actually. I, I thought he was OTV, but I... yeah. He he collaborates yeah. with them nonstop, but he's not a not a full fledged member, I don't believe. Um, but yeah, Li Lily has not been streaming as much as she used to in the past, and so I think she kind of, you know, got that bag and and went over. I I don't know if I, I would suspect that there are streaming minimums in terms of hours uh, for those contracts when you go over to YouTube, but I I haven't seen any. I'm not close with any of the folks that have signed said contracts, so don't really know how that all works out. But <clears throat> she's over there for probably a year and or two, depending on uh, the length of those contracts. And uh, this past week, we had uh, King Gathalion come back to Twitch after, was that three years at Facebook? Two, how long was he uh, at Facebook? Three, three years, but he went to Mixer and then to Facebook. Oh, so it, it that was that mixed, was yeah. clearly a very good decision. He had, I think, 18,000 viewers his first day back. Yeah. And I mean, right now he's streaming to like 5,000. Yep. And I mean, literally for months on Facebook, he was streaming to low hundreds a day. Damn. So that just kind of goes to show you, you know, the state of, of that situation right now. Like yep. uh, people have joked about, you know, like going to other services and kind of running your stream to the ground. He, he literally came back and, and is averaging almost 20 times his normal viewership on Facebook yeah. um, back on Twitch. It, that's, and uh, they lured him back over with something too. You know, Facebook was throwing money around, so not only is he doing better back here, but Twitch obviously is gave him a good reason to come back too. So, yeah, double win, well, triple awesome win, wouldn't it be? Because he went for Mixer, then he went for Facebook, and now he's yeah, back he got Twitch, he got yeah. the bag from Mixer, <laughs> got the bag from Facebook, and now he got the bag and came back to Twitch, and he's doing that's, fantastic. Here. Yeah, that's the that's, way to do it, man. Not a great. You, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a win-win-win is what that is. Yep. I don't know. Someone in your chat uh, said 8K subs or something like that. Oh, already? Uh, just on, about. On, I mean, yeah, I think I think he actually keeps his subs on his screen. Oh, okay. So it's uh, actually, it's got 7,600 subs right now. Not bad for a week on the platform. Not Dude, bad for it's, four days. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a little like, you know, even though I do fine, I'm fine. I do financially fine. Um, still. Like seeing that, like, oh, dude's got uh, got more subs in one day, twice what I've had at my, my most. <laughs> awesome, that's great. You, that's you, you didn't disappear perfect. for three years, though. You didn't. Uh... Yeah, CZ, yeah, you have to years. disappear for three years yeah. and then have a triumphant return. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, it's, well, it's uh, you know, he, he's doing like he's got a full week planned. Uh, otherwise, I would ask him to to be on the show. I think he's got some stuff planned even for today. So we'll probably try to get him on next week or the week after once things kind of settle down for him. Um, Cause I, I, I think he's, he's definitely got a unique story in, in the streamer world. Uh, very few people have done the return like that. In fact, 
I think he's the only person that's done the trifecta. Yeah, I would say the trifecta I for don't, sure. A lot of people went to Mixer and then came back. Then came back, yeah. A very good amount of people. Some people went to Facebook and then came back. But I can't think of anyone who went to face or Mixer, then Facebook, then back to here. Yeah. I think he's the only one I can think of. No, Ninja and Shroud didn't. Ninja and Shroud both came, both went to Mixer and then came right back to Twitch. Came right back. Um, I'm yep. also trying to think, did anyone go to Mixer, then YouTube, then back? But I don't think so. I don't believe so. I don't think anyone's gone oh. to YouTube and come back yet, only because YouTube entered into that. We're buying now, streamer space pretty recently. I feel like if, if Goth is here for a year and then goes to YouTube, that should be some kind of like, you should get a medal? <laughs> some type of thing, record, like a yeah. trophy, something? Yeah. Bear in mind, we're talking, we're, we're, we're talking about, because I'm sure that there are like uh, smaller streamers that have done the rounds to find out where they, right. where they fit. We're talking about like established, you know, branded streamers, you know. Well, we're, we're specifically talking about people that have signed Potentially Contract, multi-million, right. con yeah, 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 oh yeah, million or more oh, yeah. contracts to go stream on on platforms, yeah. Um, although none of that information, I don't think there's been a single streamer that's ever had like ironclad figures get out in terms of what they were paid to to leave or go to another platform. So it's all been rumor and hearsay. It kind of reminds me of uh, um, back when I used to watch sports uh, when. Uh, Things like like Shaquille O'Neal like gets drafted by you know the Orlando Magic. It's like the Magic is the Orlando Magic was Facebook, and he's like, "All right, my contract's up. Who wants this?" You know, yep. and then the Lakers like, like Twitch, like, "Come on over, we got the money. We'll take you." Yep, come on. Yep, how it goes. <clears throat> uh, excited for him. He's doing well, clearly, uh, and that's oh, yeah. that's awesome to see him back. I'm curious that my. In, in terms of like streamer acquisitions and all that, I'm most curious to see what happens when these YouTube contracts run out. If you see those people come back to Twitch, because in, in a lot of ways, you mean the Tims and the Lupos? Yeah, in a lot of ways, you 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 double dip when you're doing Twitch and YouTube, right? But if you're just on YouTube streaming, it's one giant piggy bank. Uh, well, so I'm it's curious interesting if they come back. though, because like a lot of times especially with mixer and such you know there was the joke where it's like mixers where stream streams go to die mixers where you retire right you get your big bag and then you stream to your far less than average viewers uh and then either you quit or come back we've seen pretty much everyone come back or go to other services obviously yeah but one thing that's very interesting in in both and actually in all three of the major recent cases which is lupo in the tapman and ludwig um ludwig ludwig yeah all three of them are getting just as good or better viewers on YouTube. Yeah. So this it's is no true. longer a case where it's like, oh, they just go to YouTube and they're there. And, and not only that, but they're like, they, like two of, actually all three of them just started there. So you could argue that they're going to just tap further and further into this already very successful uh, machine as they move forward. So it, it, it's weird to think about, but when it gets to the point of them coming back here, they may have to consider taking a hit to come back to Twitch, which is like one of the first times we've ever had to think about that. Yeah. Like, is somebody going to want to lose viewership, but still come back to Twitch? Um, that is, that will be a first. Yeah, that is a good point. Uh, I'd be curious. To, I'd be or, or interested to talk to, to someone who is like more of like my, my numbers somewhere around there between, you know, 
someone who gets between 500 and 1,000 viewers on YouTube regularly, to, to see, like, how, it, if they had, if they know the, like, if they've been on Twitch, how, like, the difference of, like, you know, upper, like, upper middle class streamer, streamers, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. a working, a working class streamer, you know, blue collar streamer, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm wondering, because those chats, and I'm, 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 I think I might be just mostly talking about, like, the chat experience, because mm. you go to someone who has, like, 10,000 viewers, like, the chat experience is, or, you know, 20, 20, 30, whatever thousand, the chat experience is way different from someone who has, you know, a thousand or less. Um, and I'm just wondering if the chat experience for someone, because I, you know, I don't watch, I, I've never really watched a lot of YouTube, and less so even YouTube streamers or streams. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if it's, if it's got the same kind of feeling of, you know, camaraderie and that kind of shit. I don't. It does it on Twitch. Yeah, I, I'm fairly ignorant, uh, admittedly, to the YouTube ecosystem and the YouTube like community uh, when it comes to chat. But I'm fairly confident in saying it's nowhere near what Twitch has nope. at all. It's nope. not. Yeah. So uh, YouTube, YouTube before its big streaming stuff was never really seen that way. I mean, sure, the top the top YouTubers had their like friend groups and stuff, but overall, it was such a gigantic platform. There was no like twitch style community it was just a giant mass of people doing all sorts of different things all over the internet um which is honestly is probably one of the reasons we're seeing uh twitch or youtube go after like the groups yeah like sure we've seen we've seen you know like sakuno went over then we saw a friend of sakuno go over like don't be surprised if you see like big pushes in in community forming groups come in but i think that's one of twitch or youtube's biggest issues is the fact that they don't have that community vibe i think that's probably what they're working on the most um at least you know one would hope they are because that's one of the reasons that people don't generally go there is it doesn't have that same feel but yeah um i would i would say strongly right now that's where twitch is winning that's that's what twitch has over youtube um outside of the you know more advanced chat that i think most people just tend to enjoy more um but you know it's it's uh it's a very big deal and someone said something interesting and i didn't know this uh are emotes like channel specific like you can't take your channel emotes that you've using their channel to other channels like you can't use them everywhere i have no idea i've never i've never tried to use an emote on youtube before so i that's a it's a chat answer that we'll be looking for here okay in the uh the next couple, couple of seconds, people said assume. yeah a couple of people said that's right you can only use the channel emotes within that channel yeah i mean that right there is already a pretty big road that's block. a huge issue yeah sure. yeah i wonder why they I do mean, that a big part of twitch is probably technical it's probably honest, technical but, issues yeah um it, it, a huge part of Twitch is seeing other people's emotes in, especially if you see somebody use an emote that of a channel you're subscribed to that neither of you are watching at the time. It's just kind of like, oh, camaraderie. Yeah, you know, like yeah, an instant, a connection. instant connection. Yeah, yeah exactly. So really, because I uh, have the complete opposite. Because whenever anybody like resubs <laughs> with either of your emotes, I'm like, well, that's you're different. a sub of mine. So that's, 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 it's, different. It's, that's different. That's different. That's that's why I've banned both of your emote sets in my channel yeah because i don't i don't want to see that that's correct most importantly if they say anything in conjunction with the emote i don't want to read that there's so there's it's a, like that way that i think that transcends outside of our friend group jokingly but there are a handful of like bigger streamers that just straight up ban xqc emotes and their channels <laughs> so i didn't know that yeah it uh it is definitely a thing uh, but that in itself is also a form of community, right? The, just the idea that you can do that is, is something that's unique to Twitch. I definitely, I, I liken the idea of like 
YouTube is is a esports game trying to buy its way into an esport where Twitch just had the community grow itself as an esport already in a lot of ways, and, and that's kind of how I equate all of that. Because like YouTube <laughs> has not had a community, and and it's going to be very hard for them to get one. They're trying to buy one right now, but they they also have like, from my understanding, there's no there's no like bottom to youtube it's it's very top heavy in terms of the streamers there uh whereas twitch is you know however many millions of streams a month that are hundreds that of are thousands of partnered affiliate people yeah every single month who tons, are streaming for sure um and i think that's where twitch is unique and and i don't i don't know if youtube could ever like get to that level i, I don't know what they could do to even try um it's all i guess it all comes down to discoverability and that just is not the and i think no i think the answer is get. it's lots and lots of little things i mean a good way to think about it is it's kind of like a level in a in a game where it's like you know very rarely do you kill one mob and get your level you have to kill like sometimes hundreds and hundreds of little things and it all adds up to something larger and i think i i don't really see youtube doing that hmm. um what what you what we see youtube doing is they're trying to just they're just trying to kill a few big mobs and get all the experience they need, right? They're just trying to get over some big, they're trying to get over some huge names and hope that that will then foster this like top down community that they just don't have right now. The they problem are is that leveling. kind of, they're trying to, they're trying to buy yep. their levels. It's exactly right. But what I think is one of their biggest flaws is they don't realize that where they're trying to do it from the top down, it has to be from the bottom up and they don't really have any system or facilitation to do that. If anything, this is where you really have to give points to Twitch. I mean, when we all started, all three of us, there was no affiliate program. You would never see a small stream on the front page. They would never use small broadcasters for their big events and their Twitch shows and things like that. Like people, it's kind of weird because every time I see people on Twitch be like, yeah, Twitch doesn't respect a smaller caster. Twitch isn't trying to help smaller casters. It's like, you have no idea what it was like a year. Like Twitch has come a huge way in trying to support that middle and bottom rung of its, of its streamers. It has come a very long way. Yeah. Um, of course it can have improvement. I would never say that it can't be improved, but I mean, there's no question that it's made huge leaps and bounds in terms of trying to get mid smaller and mid tier streamers higher. And here's the thing. This isn't out of the goodness of their own heart. This is because kind of unlike YouTube, which fundamentally realizes that success is built from the bottom up. They realize that they're that having that healthy foundation is what's going to raise their top streamers even higher. And that's where their money's going to go. Yeah. So they're kind of like intelligently trying to keep that bottom rung as alive as possible while still filtering like the money making, like the ads and things like that. will still, you know, get spread across the top casters where they can make their bread and butter. So it's uh, yeah. It's it's definitely if you look at it from a long term, like Twitch is 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 definitely playing the smart game with that. Right, right, uh, and it's almost and from my point of view, it's it's almost impossible for YouTube to ever combat that without like a complete a site rework. Overall. Yeah, it would yeah. be a complete rework of their and their entire being. And I just don't think I don't think YouTube they cares. would need. Just like off the top of their head, they would need some kind of affiliate program. They would need to strongly focus on live streaming, which they just don't now. Streaming is very much an afterthought on their site. Like, hey, the YouTube viewer you're watching is live right now. And sure, you can sometimes get like buried in their site. You can get to standings and games like that. But there's no prominent. There's no major homepage for streaming of any kind. Um, there's no way for streamers to connect 
themselves outside of like recommended channels, which is a feature that doesn't really work for live streaming as well as it does for, for YouTube. Yeah. Um, the non-cross emotes doesn't work properly. There's no rating of any kind. Um, all sorts of stuff. I think I, I actually, I think that last part, the rating thing, I think they're trying to implement that. I don't know if they have yet. I remember mm. reading something about that, but they've, they're just, they're just so far behind in that regard. They're so far behind. There's, there's no, there's the tools aren't there for them to grow that middle and low end. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Somebody in chat just said they just, they actually just implemented rating, which is good. I mean, Hey, step in the right direction, but you know, still a, still a long way to go. Man. I'm so curious to know like how that works. Does it raid a specific YouTube video? Cause those have like unique strings to them and streams are basically. I'm guessing it raids other streams. Yeah. Stream rating. Yeah. But like, again, does that, cause like a, a YouTube stream is not youtube.com slash Tim, the tap man. It's youtube.com slash gobbledy gobbledy blah 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 string of unique codes i believe and so does it is it only rating that like vod like how that is i i'm very curious to know how that works um i'll have to to go and investigate maybe they have like a faq or something for it um but everything that youtube uh, has updated it's just been things that twitch has like created right like they're they're still taking the playbook over much playing catch up yeah 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 Someone in my channel said a rating you need need the other channel subscribe to you and or approval. Oh, so they have some sort of approval okay. process. Okay. I mean, I mean that's that's fine. Yeah. You know, it it, it is like I I I'd, I'd love to see that in action and see how it works. Like, do they actually Same. move all the viewers over to the new stream? Is there any type of in chat notification? Does the does the streamer get notified? Like, all sorts of things that would need to be into with that. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, thing. I'll have to I'll have to see if if there's any use cases of it that you can catch. Because that would have to be in a VOD, right? You could be able to go watch that. Also, how does yeah. that affect? Because streams are streams become YouTube videos or VODs over there. So what does that do to the actual VOD analytics? Is it just like at that specific time in the timeline? Can you just see the the little line go crazy where everyone joined the stream or something? I, I don't know. That's wild to me. I'll have to. The weird thing to think about with YouTube is any streaming immediately cannibalizes their bottom line because their bottom line is people's time on the mm -hmm. platform. So what they need is they need their streaming to encourage people to be on the platform when they wouldn't be normally. But it's like people would probably be watching their favorite YouTube's video YouTubers videos anyway. Yeah. So like I wonder in YouTube's mind how like especially bringing over like the, a lot of the people that bring it over to youtube already from twitch especially already have youtubes right like dr lupo tim the tavern they already had huge youtubes so assuming that youtube is already able to capitalize on people watching those vods i wonder how much more they value streaming based on the time that the viewers are watching because i mean if you think about it take tim the tap man right when when he goes over there and starts streaming live well all the people that are watching him live have normally potentially been watching their vods on that platform so that's a that's just a one one loss from one side to the other so i guess that would need us we'd have to know at that point like which is more what's more valuable advantageous exactly like what is a minute of streaming watch stream watching better than a minute of youtube um, but then i guess that you know strongly depends on the video and how that's monetized and all that kind of stuff as well but i don't know man all this stuff is super interesting the more that you look into it and it's all pertaining information we'll never have <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll never know unless we yeah unless someone gets a YouTube contract that comes and talks to us. Yeah, 
and all that stuff. But even if they NBA. do, if anything, getting getting contractually signed just yeah, probably you, makes it so that you, you, can't. you definitely can't talk about it at that point. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to wait a year or two to see if anyone uh, that that got the check from YouTube comes back over, and then maybe they can talk about it. That'd be a very interesting because I don't even know like how ads operate. I don't know if ads just happen over there. I don't know if they have an ad button. I don't know how any of that works. Um, I'd be very, yeah, and I, and I can't, everyone's like, well, why don't you just go stream on, you, you can't, right? Like we're exclusive yeah. to Twitch, uh, in our current contracts, all, all three of us. And, and most streamers around our size are exclusive to Twitch. So you can't just go and can't go and just fire it up and, and take a look. So we will see maybe in a couple of years, uh, we can finally kind of learn that information. Not that anything big would be gained from it. We're mostly just being nosy and curious about how the whole uh operation works over there but it's i'd say it's good to know how our industry works yeah that's that's you know knowledge is power right yeah yeah for sure uh and like i said we'll try to get goth on in the in the next couple of weeks um he's he's got his first week kind of planned out so i didn't want to interrupt that but we'll definitely be reaching out to him and and try to get him on in the future uh what else was there in news we finally got a god of war ragnarok launch day november 9th it was a very that the marketing around that game still uh confounds me this definitely felt like a pressured uh launch date from all of the bullshit they had to endure because of like a unannounced uh state of play that then became uh you know word that it was gonna happen and everyone was like oh this didn't happen fuck you sony like he's just kind of standing around we didn't say anything. We didn't do anything. Why are you attacking us? And then they finally came out and said, hey, it's coming out. And here's a collector's edition unboxed video. And that was it. I mean, it was it was a blog post. It was a it was a tweet for arguably one of the biggest games in Sony's profile uh, or portfolio. I mean, uh, over the past like 10 years. And it, it got announced to be a tweet when it comes out this year, which is kind of wild. But regardless, we're getting it November 9th. I'm excited. I think uh, both of you guys are as well. I think we're all pretty big fans of of God of War in general. Yeah. Um, very exciting stuff to see that. The 30 second snippet they put out. I don't know if you guys watched it, but looks like Fenrir is going to be a force to be uh, to be reckoned with at some point uh, in that game, and I'm sure a lot of other big fights will be as well. Uh, I would I would expect we get a state of play before now and. Uh, november 9th right or between now and november 9th they, they would have to show off more of that game the, the marketing is just kind of all over the place with it so we'll keep an eye on that whenever they do to sh- uh, decide to show more um they put out a bunch of screenshots as well of that trailer uh if you're one to go and, and check any of that out it's up on uh, blog.playstation.com uh anything a forespoken got delayed for the second time or third time how many times has forespoken been de- delayed now i think it's the second time right second yeah yeah that's coming out now january 24th 2023 i think the date before that was sometime in october so square enix has uh, officially delayed that respawn is working on a new single player fps game in the apex legends universe i think that is through a uh, a job listing is where that got leaked out yeah they're hiring devs uh, for the project there's few details to be gleaned about what kind of game it will be beyond it will be a first person shooter single player based on the description of a incubation unit for the new game so 
I don't know why, like, is that Titanfall 3? That's part of, that's what the Apex world is based on, is Titanfalls, maybe. I'd love a Titanfall 3 uh, instead like of an Apex. A lot of people would. It's yeah. become like a meme. It yeah. has. It has. Especially if it's all single player and they don't have to, like, worry about putting a multiplayer game in there at the same time. Just have Apex Maybe Apex 2. Yeah. We will see. Uh, what else? I, I don't know if either... Are you guys... Would you consider yourself Gwent fans? I think you both played Gwent. I don't know if you played the standalone Gwent. Never played I never played the standalone, but I really liked it. I liked it as a part of the game. Okay. So, CD Projekt uh, announced Gwent Rogue Mage, which is a single-player deck-building roguelike. Uh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, is this the one that's, like, out already, though? Yes, it is out. You can yep, go and Rogue grab Mage it just out. came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, a Witcher prequel. I think it has to do with the the person who Creation like created of the, the Witcher. First Witcher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Standard version is uh, ten bucks. Premium version's twenty. Uh, I put out a bunch of screenshots, but it's playable. Um, so maybe you'll Zeke. Are you gonna check that out at all? Is that something to interest you off offline? Maybe. I mean, maybe like if if it's if it's like I never played the standalone, so I don't know how the game how much fun the game is on its own yeah so i mean and I, I like uh deck builders and i like card you know card games competitive card games whatever so maybe but i don't know well we'll see let us know like I, the the, the I, I looked at pretty good for the people that played marvel it. snap and uh i thought about that for a for a hot second and i never jumped into that either so like yeah I don't you know. still have to be like invited to that it's only launched in a couple of regions oh so, okay yeah I, I don't know when that's planning on going live but it's still locked away behind a uh a, like sign up process but i think they're i think invites are pretty easy to come by for it i'm not 100 percent certain i fell off i i have not played uh the marvel snap in about i would say three or four weeks I'm still logging oh, in that's every day. Terrible. Still logging in to get my oh, free still money every though. day. Great. Yeah, I still get my free fifty thing and then close it, <laughs> so that when I do go back, I'm good to go. You know, not letting them take my free monies. Uh, um, <laughs> then apart from that, uh, Blizzard has uh, earned forty nine million dollars now from Diablo Immortals first month. Uh, they had ten million downloads to date. And I think that's kind of bad. I, I don't think that's a great number. Uh, for 49? 49 million. Yeah. Uh, that seems kind of low to me, uh, which, you know, if you look at how that game launched and all the conversation around it, uh, that that's, I guess seems about right. Um, yeah, just, you know, $1.6 million a day. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, those... Uh, in the, in that the is arguably world. one of the larger IPs, and it's a game that's literally designed to suck as much money out of you as possible. So I, I definitely think they were wanting more than that. Yeah, for sure. Um, this uh, mobilegamer.biz is saying, just for a little context, these uh, first month figures are way ahead of another big name IP that came to mobile recently, as we reported a few weeks back. Apex Legends Mobile first month earned EA eleven point six million. Uh, from 21.8 million downloads, uh, according to website app Magic. So, I think uh, th I think those numbers should go up significantly whenever they launch in China, and I think that finally got approved. 
because it was delayed for a while there. I just typed Blizzard Immoral. What the fuck is the name of that game? <laughs> wow, forty and slip, Jesus. I, you look, it. The marketing's working fine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what uh, is that coming out? I don't know. Everything's from like two weeks ago, which was the story that it was uh, delayed. So I don't know if it's. What is this? Four days ago, Diablo Immortal still has not launched in China. It's costing Blizzard millions. The game report that makes Blizzard one million a day. Yep, that's what just somebody in my chat just said. No China market kills everything. Yeah. And that's that's the case for so much shit like behind the scenes that you don't usually hear about unless you go looking for it. Like if you don't comply with China's standards, you lose out on I don't know how many like how much percentage China makes up. Uh, of like big ips or you know that kind of stuff but i know like that's why uh that's why in dr strange the there was no tibetan monk like there was in the comic <laughs> right yeah yeah uh is this it right here yes so they put out a roadmap on july 4th that talked about their uh asia pacific launch schedule and it looks like Jesus, this is a poorly. Which servers will be available? I can't find the date easily. Through <laughs> scrolling all this, it's got a giant FAQ, but it looks like it's coming out there eventually. So that'll be a um, when it launches there. That'll be an interesting number to uh, to track down to see how much they're making after all that. I think the end of the month is is what they're generally saying. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, and then the other big news, I guess, of the week, uh, they finally showed some, um, of Ubisoft's skull and bones. We finally got to see gameplay after that for three years after the fact it has been in kind of development hell. Uh, there's been a ton of stories on that and, and why we haven't seen it over the past three years. Ubisoft finally showed it, uh, full disclosure. I did a sponsored stream for it. I think co checked it out. I don't think Zeke's seen it yet. Um, uh, I think it ranges from like, it looks okay to, it looks like dog shit, depending on who you are. <laughs> There's uh, I think, I think Co's in the, the dog shit camp and I'm in the, it looks well, okay. It, it looks I'm, like a I'm, Ubisoft game that has like a terrible UI is how I would describe it. It's, it, it took the things that I liked from black flag and it just made them look arcadey and, and mm. just not great like i i watched uh the gameplay just to see how it looked and i mean yeah you know you float around in a harbor the size of a quarter and you just get like you're taking down arbitrary towers and then all of a sudden you're getting attacked by like nine ships at a time and all they do is just sail right into you and then you're just slowly moving and bumping into each other like bumper cars while trying to shoot them all before they shoot you it just it just seemed very um a very uninteresting uninspired take yeah on on what what all of this could be it um, looks so it, good though like it doesn't look pretty it. it does look I, pretty but especially when you start looking at like the ais and the big names and and yeah. just ui excuse me the, the ui, UI elements and the big names it. and stuff like there's cool parts about it don't get me wrong and there's parts about it that look kind of dark or uh, uh black flaggy and and there are parts that look cool um but again i think people were were hoping that it was going to be something kind of special for being in development for so long and instead yeah. it just looks like a very basic, 
you know, a very basic take on what I think people were hoping to, to get something interesting and unique on. Yeah. I, I do wonder how much of this game's current uh, iteration was like, we got to get this out the door and then we can go and, and do whatever we want to after the fact. But like, this needs to go out the door soon and start <laughs> generating money because it's been five years in development now uh three years since we've heard anything about it they, they got to get it out and, and start trying to make money off of it it's also kind of interesting in this entire gameplay overview trailer you very you see very little like ui i think the uh they did the they had like a live session afterwards let me see if i can find that real quick because that shows a lot more of the ui and will actually show the uh the the craziness of it i guess that co was was referring to and somebody just brought up a good point that i think i think is is important to mention like a lot like me personally i love love playing gwent in witcher i sure. absolutely love gwent when it's wrapped inside of this this conveyor that keeps me going between these these interesting elements and i feel in a lot a lot of ways that's also what I loved about Black Flagship Combat is that there was this cool Assassin's Creed game that was actually pretty great on top of these like fun ship sailing elements that were kind of between the big game. So when Ubisoft rips out the Black Flagship Combat and makes it its own game, they need something really special to essentially replace Assassin's Creed in that formula, or yeah. they need to replace The Witcher in the Gwent formula. And that's what like that's I, I in that's a much more eloquent way of saying what I was trying to say earlier. This game has to have something that carries you between the elements that are fun to play, but you know, there's there's not that backbone that kind of keeps you going. I mean, when they mentioned it was gonna be like basically a live service multiplayer game, the first thing I thought of is like, so what what do I do? Like, am I just <laughs> gonna go around and just like take ports for arbitrary resources and then beef up my ship and then my ship's beefed up and I'm done? Like, like what, like what, what's the, they, yeah, they listed off like a bunch of activities, but it's like, don't all those just funnel into the incredibly basic progression path of just my ship looking cooler or having better guns and armor. Yeah. Like there's no character progression of any kind. There's no stories. There's no quests. There's no lore. There's no, it's, it's just like, and then, and then the, and then on the, the part on top of that, this was actually what I was watching too. Yeah. Like I wanted to make in sure this part, people saw this. I couldn't find this the actual video. Here, sorry for when the ships start attacking. They're just like, they just literally sail directly into the harbor. Like all of them, like there's no tactics, there's no strategy. It's just aim and fire as fast as you can to get them down while other things are going on. While, while the bar across the top to get, you know, your resources. And it, it just, it just, again, I was, I was really hoping to get wowed by this, especially for how long it was in development. And it just, nothing about it really wowed me. I'm hoping that I just missed something and maybe the gameplay is fun enough to carry it. Maybe, but you know, it's the kind of thing where, especially with a live service multiplayer game, you're, you're, they need you playing this like 30 to a hundred hours. You know, this is not like a pick up and put down kind of thing. And I just don't really see what the pull is going to be after hours of playing the game. Yeah. Um, do you guys uh, know how customizable the UI is? Cause it's, it's very Ubisoft. It's very much that, that, that Ubisoft Elden ring meme, you know, it's like, yeah. If, yeah. if Ubisoft made Elden ring, you know, <laughs> it's very busy. I, I would hope that you can go in there and toggle. Did they show shipboarding? Okay. Off, but yeah, this was so weird. So they did show shipboarding and they actually showed in this video. So what happens is while you're surrounded by enemy ships and there is a fight going on, you can board another ship, 
which then does a cut scene that that looks exactly the same every time. And I I guess if the the numbers don't work in your favor, you then get a loot thing that you then have to pick stuff from while your ship is being shot at by everyone else. Yeah. Like I was very confused. Like I was very here it is right here. So you you pull them over. Oh yeah. They, they showed this cut scene like three or four times. You don't do anything during it. It's just I think it's just numbers in the background. And and then they it switched to the ahead. other person. So there's a lot of them. cutting yeah. here. Yeah. This. But then you get a, a loot screen that you have to like pick what you want, but you're, I don't think your ship's invulnerable during that. So in this case where they're just throwing ships at you, like darts at a dartboard, I'm I'm guessing they're getting blown up during that, which means like, do you just not loot as a solo player? Like I, I it was, it was very strange. It, it also strange. Uh, it brings up the idea that what happens in like PVP, are you invulnerable while that's happening? Oh, so other people can't yeah. actually like damage you if there's other actual real ship, real player controlled ships around you. Um, they didn't, that I remember, they didn't really go into that. Uh, uh, the game is $60 to answer those in chat. It's a $60, I think it's $60. game. Yeah. It may, it's a $60 game. Yeah. And then if you get the pre-order, there's a, there's a token in there that gives you the premium battle pass. So apparently there will be a, was that verified that it gives you that? Cause there was a token. I remember Somebody that. showed me a screenshot. Okay. Yeah. Somebody, I, I'm, let me, let me, I can, I'll, I'll we can see if we can verify right that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was, if there's like a, a token that you can see, and it says something about getting you access to uh, a, a determined amount of time of the premium battle pass. So it may yeah. be the kind of thing where there is both a pay and free, hopefully free uh, version of the battle pass as well. Uh, it says prayer. Now get the highness of the high C pack, which includes the Norite. Notoriety garb and coronation firework. That was not what you were referring to. Oh, here it is. So you get the the premium edition and release day premium edition, which I guess there are two. Which oh, okay. One of these is for Ubisoft Plus. That's what why there's two versions. So you get the base game, the Ballad of the Buddy, Bloody Bones collection, which I don't know what that is. Two extra missions. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the Smuggler Pass token. <laughs> Smuggler Pass token. I just looked back when you had that screen. I'm like, man, this game looks like shit. Who are those guys? They don't even look like pirates. It does say unlocks a premium battle pass and additional content usable when new seasons release. So you will buy the game and then doesn't say anything as new that. seasons release. I guess you will then have to repurchase that season's battle pass. pass yeah. So not only are they going to charge you a full price for the game, but then every season. They will then charge you more money yeah. to continue playing the game you paid sixty dollars for. Yeah, I mean, you don't have cool. to get the battle pass, right? You don't have to. No, it's no. literally a live multiplayer game. If you're not, you are a bad video game player. <laughs> that is how they want you to feel. That's that's what the little asterisk means next to that's battle. Why pass. I always, that's that's why I always buy the battle passes. Yeah, I mean it's great I, value. It's the best value, yep. really. Is is uh, what it comes down to. That's like playing Diablo Immortal and not throwing money into it. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not having you're not having fun. You might think you are. Yeah. But you're not actually having fun. That's why my Fall Guys bean has looks like a very cool Chinese dragon, by the way. What what is out of random tangent? What does the Fall Guys battle pass cost? Battle pass equivalent cost? You know, it was seven ninety nine or something. Okay, no idea. Yeah, yeah. Paid battle passes are not a Ubisoft uh, exclusive thing. The Fall Guys credit, though, if you're going to put a battle pass in your game and also make your game free. Oh, that's, right. That's it's, diff like, it's different comparison. Yeah. <laughs> and especially since all the stuff on theirs is cosmetic. 
Yeah. So that's it's completely I, I different. That's a little 100%. bit different. A little bit different. Yeah. yeah but that's like that's like Path of Exile in some ways. The the what Ubisoft is doing is the same thing that like Call of Duty does. The same thing that I think Destiny does. Like they're they're oh, yeah. not alone in all of this. It's oh it's no they are the, no they are not the playbook for games as a service. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of where they're at with all that. But yeah, funny enough, Zeke, what do you think the release date is for this? Oh, for uh, for Skull and Bones? Yeah. What, what, what would um, you... I'm going to say uh, the Ides of March 2024. No, no, no. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. See, in your opinion, with another big announcement that came out recently, what would be the worst release date they could pick for this game? Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, the same day God of War is coming out. Nope. One day before. <laughs> one day before. <laughs> <laughs> November 8th is when all this comes out. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's one of those things. Where God, I think God of War was announced the day prior, uh, or maybe two days prior to Ubisoft. Be fair, be fair. I don't think there's any way they could have known that. No, that's what I'm no. saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the second they saw that before this announcement was public, they all probably had like a giant yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the entire studio just erupted in like bleeps and in blurps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wherever wherever their 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 offices and they you know have their main office, yeah. news reports are like that noise you heard earlier tonight <laughs> was the office of yeah. Skull and Bones Builders. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it was the loudest. That really, it's really unfortunate. Screamed at the top of their lungs in in recorded history. Yeah, it. it, it I mean, I don't. I don't think there's a big crossover of that audience, but if if there's a bad date for Skull and Bones to launch on, that's probably it. Uh, and it's interesting. What you just said is something we talked about in my chat a lot too, because I made the same comment. I was like, oh, you know, putting these back to back, that's really unfortunate. And, yeah. and I remember somebody in, in my chat went, well, it's not like you're, you know, if you like them both, you'll play them both. And it's not like if you like one, you may not like the other. And the thing I said back to them is that's true, but see, here's the problem. Not everyone has unlimited money. Right, yeah. So the issue is that it does. sometimes it doesn't matter if you like both games or both games are different. If two games come out and one of them is worth your money a lot more and you don't have, say, unlimited money, then that immediately makes you competitors, even if you're not the same game, even if you're not going after the same audience, even if you're completely different audiences. If you can play both games, <laughs> then all of a sudden you're direct competitors. Yep. So now, I, now there's going to be hundreds to thousands of people that are going, do I want to spend my money on God of War or Skull and Bones? Which if they would not be, have been releasing, then that wouldn't have been a question they had to ask. And that's a very tough question for a lot of people yep. um, that may like both. And and also it, it comes down to marketing too, right? Like yep. no one's going to be talking about Skull. It'll be a, a blip in the, in the news cycle uh, regarding Skull and Bones coming out compared to like the new God of War is out and here's our 10 out of 10 yep. review for it. Somebody else uh, just brought up a great point in, in chat. Also time. Like if, if you true, know yeah. you're going to be playing, if you love both of them and have the resources to get both of them, but you have run a full job, you have kids, you're in the military, you're only going to have a few hours a week. And it's like, do I want to spend them in a live service chip game, which probably could be fun. Or do I want to get God of war and experience this epic story and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So no, it's yeah. Factors, resources and factors become more of an issue the closer you release your games to other games, regardless yeah. if they even have the same genres or, or yep. player base. Here's a stupid question to ask now. Uh, Elden Ring versus God of War. Uh, how do you, how do you, is that going to be the game of the year discussion that everyone has to have with themselves 
and or their friends like how do you mean us? see how good god of war is yeah like uh, <laughs> it's a stupid question to have now but is that going to be the big question at the end of the year right like i think i think for me it already is is what is god of war playing how is it uh first off but apart from that i don't know what else is in like the top two for the year at least for me i, I can't speak for the two of you for anyone else but well i'll just say god of war has to be like something because the first god of war is you know arguably one of the one of the best games possibly ever made um but it's all, the god of war the new god of war is also a, it's also a sequel whereas elden ring is not it right. is his own thing and i think it was it it was different enough but the same enough to the souls to i mean it was different enough to be differentiated you know it yeah. doesn't it it didn't feel 100% like a souls game to me at least um because of the riding around and the the there was I, much more exploration i i spent many 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 more hours like exploring than i did in any other like souls games so it's gonna have to be like super duper special to take the spot away from Elden ring i think for a lot of people yeah but hey listen it could very well be like is it is it the same devs of the first game for the most part, yeah. Got a war? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, they were, they fucking knocked it out of the park. Grand Slam walk off home run with, with the, the first game. So, like, if they can do that, I don't see why they couldn't. I'm just saying it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Zeke just brought up a really good point, though, that's going to become definitely, there's no, it's already a big issue with a lot of people. And some people are trying to make a big stink about it. And, and other people just tell them to sit down and shut up. You don't understand games. <laughs> um, but the idea, like there's already this big thing coming out where people are like, no, 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 not you. No, none of us. But a lot of people are like, wow, God of War Ragnarok is basically in a DLC, basically an expansion. Like it's not, it's not God of War two. It's, you know, you shouldn't call it that. It's just, it's just more of what God of War one was. And it's like, yeah, but you know, and, and some people have actually used that exact same line of stuff for Elden Ring. Oh, it's just more Dark Souls. Sure. Now you can run around a little bit more, but it's just Dark Souls. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, um, if that actually comes up between the two, because you can't really say that about one and not say it about the other. So it's going to be kind of funny if somebody says that about God of War, and then it's like, oh yeah, Elden Ring's clearly my game of the year, and it's like, hold up, <laughs> you, you realize <laughs> that that's just more Dark Souls, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty pretty wild seeing people say that and for the record that's all over reddit and twitter um people saying that the god of war stuff just looks like an expansion it just looks more there was a huge thing that went around uh a while ago when they first showed some of the animations uh -huh. of the guy jumping in the boat and they were like you're literally just using the same animations from the first one and they were like well it turns out <laughs> that he doesn't just completely get into a boat differently like a week later <laughs> weird i know right weird um that's but it's just like you know shit. it's it's that little stuff is gonna is gonna be more and more loud as we get close to game of the year discussion yeah yeah it'll be a fun one. I, i'm looking forward to that discussion not only ours but just the general gaming oh, yeah. world general discussing. stakes are gonna be great yeah it'll be a lot of fun i think that uh something i've realized as i've gotten as i've gotten older more maybe not more mature but you know what i mean more experience as gotten older <laughs> yeah as i've gotten older and more experienced um and able to like to sit and like the reason why my my top ten like games of the year usually have a couple of like weird ones in there, or maybe like my game of the year is something that is not 
like on anyone else's list and shit like that. Yeah. It's because I, I think I've, I got to a point where I was able to go, is this game good or is this game fun? And the fun is I, I, I uh, I've been able to, in the past few years, getting older, di- differentiate like what I like better rather than what I think should win. Sure. Or think should think should be better. You know, like I'll look at a game like, you know, that's a technical Marvel that everything's in the right place and shit like that. But then if you think about it, like I quit playing because I, I wasn't having as much fun as I was playing, you know, fucking Peggle or whatever, you know, whatever like clicker game you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. We'll see. Comes out November 9th. That's uh, I assume when all the, uh, the discussions will begin. Well, first, first off, we have to get through the review scores. That'll feel like two years when those review scores <laughs> for God of War and Twitter and Reddit take control of those. And then. Then probably the streamers will get it early uh, and we'll have to go through that. That'll be like two or three years and then the game will come out and whatever controversy around it will also feel like forever. It's, we got a lot left of this year. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of conversation to go. Uh, I think the last story, if you guys are okay with moving oh, on. Just, just to mention real quick, in yeah. terms of the, uh, into the uh, Baldur's Gate 3 did their panel from hell. Yes, yeah, yeah. And just like always, it was awesome. It was great. They were amazing. They actually brought out a rock band. It was so good they introduced the bard class and the gnome race and they're just in all more enhancements more improvements like that game looks better every single tell, time tell I, me if, i highly recommend people checking it out if they haven't you play more see you play all the crpgs compared to me uh are are Baldur's gates new tooltips the best tooltips to exist like those are they're they, great they're fucking ridiculously good They've they've not only really like like as the person during the panel said like not only are they designed to get you the most information in the very smallest amount of space yeah but they're color coded which is awesome they're shape coded which is great and then most importantly it looks like almost anything you hover over pops up a sub tool tip which then explains whatever that is yeah so they they That's not only are putting a lot of stock into that stuff they actually just a few major patches ago completely redid the UI to make it more intuitive as well based on a lot of player feedback. So yeah, it's looking more and more like it's going to be a, a, a standard for CRPG. There's going to be a lot of improvements to the genre from that game that we're seeing so far. Yeah, yeah. It it can't wait for that game to come out. That'll be a that'll definitely be a good one for sure. It's cool to watch that show because you know, like we talked about on my channel, a lot of devs make games because it's their job. You know, they may have started with with like a bunch of passion to make games, but you can kind of tell it's to the point where it's just like their day job, but with Larry and man, you can tell they're making games because they just absolutely love games. They're incredibly passionate about what they do. Uh, it's, it's yeah. very, it's very nice. My, my take very on nice. that was they understand how to market to people that doesn't come across as fake. Cause all that yeah. could be like, I think, I think it's a little unfair to say that game developers are like not passionate about things when it comes, I think anyone can say it's, it's a little unfair oh. to anyone about not being passionate. And that also goes into any job yeah, as well. Yeah. But yeah. like the marketing that Larian has and the way they present all of that, it comes across as so much different than everyone else in the industry. Sure. That it 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 really like I hope people are looking at that and being like, Man, we need to emulate this instead of whatever this is. Uh, you know, the the Ubisoft, for example, which I watched it the same day. It was nine day difference between the two. Um I really hope I was just that people just like that. the transparency, yeah. the, the, the clear, like self-deprecation when things go wrong, they don't, they don't try to sugarcoat anything yeah. at one point during the thing, like 
Sven literally asks the guy to summon a familiar that's not in the game. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's just like you, you, you run the game. You know it's not there. Why would you ask that? Just to show the audience that it doesn't exist. And they were just doing that to mess around and have fun. And so the guy could actually say it's not there. Like, yeah. I, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. It's, it's presented very, 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 very well. I hope, uh, I hope the industry starts to, to go that route rather than like whatever the, the super clean, um, you know, E3 presentations. Super marketing oriented. Yeah. Where you yeah. can kind of count the bullet points uh if, yeah. you, if you've watched enough of them yeah uh speaking of e3 uh they're set to return next year in la after a three-year hiatus however the big news around this is that they're partnering with read pop read pop is the uh, events production company behind pax new york comic-con the star wars celebration and others so if you have any uh doubt in your mind that e3 is trying to become pax they're literally the same company bringing it to you now. So we'll see what they do. We'll see what that looks like. Um, could be, I, I think it's overall a good thing. I mean, Reed Pop obviously puts on great events. PAXs are, are fantastic. New York Comic Con has uh, always fantastic, um, I guess, reviews of that. The Star Wars Celebration, it was great this past year. So it, they know what they're doing uh, in regards to all that. And since I'm on a platform and on a show with more people than I usually see, Twitch, whatever you got to do, bring bring back the pre pre show, bring it back. Oh, I'm ready. There you go. It's it's we the world needs the pre pre show. Come on, hear me. Just bring everybody back and let's do it. <laughs> we'll see if they do. I thought it was pretty funny. I, old Keeley uh he had to he had to get out his his statement the second this came out and it was just promoting summer game fest is back next summer and all that like literally five minutes after this announcement hit keely was out there on twitter promoting his own stuff which i get i understand but at some point you look pretty at sure you're, you're like come on keely like you don't have to mention you, it. you know how you can do scheduled tweets at times i think yeah. he has scheduled tweets that just monitor the e3 account so it's like when they so. post this then we post this and they're just like always there ready and waiting yeah it's just a bot that it has like the <laughs> or that's just the middle finger emoji like every time e3 tweets something yeah it it's hey have you queued up the bot today is it all set <laughs> great just in case awesome Got to, he's got to be careful. He's going to start to alienate. I, I feel like he's on the tipping point of like kind of alienating people when it comes to that stuff. Because uh, it's been every time within five minutes. Anytime E3 says something. Um, he always has like a counter. Uh, he's a marketing guy, man. Yeah, I think he, it, it he might wants, just be marketing. He wants, might be right. Anytime that E3 is mentioned, he wants his name to be there. And I think that there's there's some ways to say that's considering what he's trying to do. That's kind of smart. Like he's, he wants to become E3. So mm -hmm. anytime there's any talk about them at any point, he wants to be a part of that conversation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of makes sense. He's a, he's, a, he's one of those cool dudes. Like I like there's those guys you can pick out that are are really savvy business minded people, but they're also pretty goddamn funny. Like that's that's jeff like he's always struck me as that kind of guy like yeah i'm i'm all about business but i'm gonna i'm gonna take shots yeah you know <laughs> you gotta take shots for sure uh i think that's it we had a couple other little news bites monster Hunter rise sold uh two million or monster Hunter rise sunbreak rather sold two million units globally which is fucking wild to consider 
that game. It had insane numbers on Steam in terms of con- con- concurrent player uh, player base or whatever. I think it was 234,000 at one point was their peak, which is insane to think about. Um, I think uh, it takes two across 7 million uh, units sold, which means... 14 million people have played that if you have if you consider the fact that you have to have two people to play it which is also just absurd congrats to uh that whole team i think that's it though any other new stories you guys uh saw that you want to bring up or question or special correspondent chat yeah miss anything oh yeah yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's someone was someone in my check classy packs was talking about the do you guys have ad incentives on your oh I don't think we do because yeah. most likely that's goes through our contract stuff. What he's talking about is that's what I was wondering. The, okay, yeah. So the Twitch Twitch over the last little bit has offered. I think I think it's just affiliates, affiliates and partners, the ability to guarantee them financial compensation for running a certain amount of ads a certain amount of times per hour. And the problem is, is kind of understandably, if you're a very small channel those numbers are pretty freaking terrible um so those screenshots of some of the the smaller channels were going around twitter and um you look at those numbers and it's it's not very good like i think at one person a, a dude was was it was like 35 bucks a month for running seven minutes of ads every hour for like 60 hours or something it was it was uh the, the rates <sighs> were just yeah, it was just uh, what it what probably was was just some algorithm. It was probably just some algorithm running in the background. Like yeah. you have an average of three viewers, and you know, you know, and and how many ads would that cost to make us this much money, and then we can give you a portion of that money. So it, it it's not like somebody sat down and sent that on purpose. But um, the short answer is, if you don't have many viewers, ads are not not they don't make a lot of money anyway. Like the whole point of ads is that you make money by volume. So if you if you yeah. don't have a lot of ads making volume, then it's not going to make you a lot of money. Um, which is even the same at high end streams in a lot of ways. So yeah, it was uh, there were some there were some pretty unflattering screenshots going around. Didn't see a lot from like mid tier channels though. I I thought when the little ones started coming out that that we would see like some actual you know like like I wonder how much someone would get you know what 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 a person a mid tier channel would get like three hundred dollars for or something you know, or so, something that you know you could maybe pay rent with or or something along those lines maybe half of rent. Yeah. Um, but I didn't I didn't see any screenshots of any sizable amount coming out with that it's important weird. to mention that that I, I said it but i don't know if it got covered up but it's it's opt-in opt-out you, i mean this is not something mm-hmm. that anyone oh, completely has opt-in to. yeah yep. um, and, it, and it's it, important it, to mention it's just like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna uh hey, hey, let me offer you a hundred bucks to eat this little uh piece of horse shit no all right i'm gonna go to someone who needs it more how about that like here you go well, the big thing about it also is it's guaranteed. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's, <laughs> it's uh it's guaranteed it's like a, it's like a pre-promise so that's that's the big thing about it it's money that you know you're going to get regardless of what happens as long as you fulfill the, the you know mini contract i guess it would be but yeah so it's 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 weird yeah i didn't i'm reading this uh this adweek.com uh article about this and it in the uh, the opening of the article, it says Twitch said creators earned more than one billion dollars on its platform in 2021. I have never seen that statement anywhere before. Have you guys? Have you heard that statement? 
The last one billion I heard is that's how much TikTok was giving its creator base for their stuff. Yeah, they got that, a one billion like, dollar pool. Who's out there making a billion dollars? <laughs> like that seems insane. I maybe maybe it's more of a, a case of like if you factor in all the creators, you know the the potential millions of uh, affiliates uh, with the hundreds of thousands of partners. I guess that could that seems wild uh, to to see that. I, I wish the article would break that out. It says including ads, bits, and subscribers, up from more than fifty percent from twenty twenty. Huh. I had not seen that anywhere. Um, wow. Okay. Hold on. So I guess he was public about this so we can talk about it. Okay. Um, so one of my tests says, I do know that Tangent was thinking of taking a Twitch ad deal. And this is somebody who makes, I think generally Tangent's between like 500 and 900, more like 500,000 viewers a day. Okay. Um, I do know that Tangent was thinking of taking a Twitch ad deal because it would fund his and his wife's health insurance for the full year. Not sure how much that costs in the U.S., I am German. If it's in the U.S., it's probably that's actually relatively expensive. Yeah. Um, especially if you're not working for a business, like if you're paying your own health insurance and you don't have anyone helping you. Um, Ignoters. Ignoters. That's <laughs> that's sizable. Yeah, that's sizable. It is. I mean, you might have answered it when you when you proposed the question, uh, Co. What? Why a lot of like, you know the viewership that you just said aren't talking about is because they agreed to it. <laughs> they just took the money and ran the ads. If it's that lucrative. Mm. Yeah. Might've been the that's, case. That's crazy. Interesting. That's, I mean, that's super meaningful. Yeah. Well, probably, I, I, I think that story was from the middle of June. So is I think the year uh, we might even get some, we didn't mention it. Cause I don't think, uh, I don't believe the two of you are going. I know I'm not. Uh, TwitchCon EU is this week, I believe. Um, so we might get some, some announcements from that. F, uh, FD Squared, who is a, a, a def, I would say definitely a mid-tier streamer, 200 CCP got me a $1,000 offer in the AIP last month. How? Damn. I wonder what his ad density is then on that. Wow. Wow. That's pretty. I, okay. I would say that's pretty lucrative, depending on I the would absolutely say it's pretty lucrative. Yeah, four minutes per hour density. Okay. Huh. CCB is a click through. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm curious. Just big. That's that's the big thing. There's two. There's two things that ads can do. One is that you actually watch the ads. And the second is that you actually click on the screen and go to whatever the ad is advertising. So it's, it's, um, I know now I don't know if CCV in her case is a click through or are you talking about 200 viewers, current viewers, probably it might yeah. be concurrent viewers. Cause that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder what happens in that case. If you like drop below your average, I wonder how that affects the, I wonder if they just like prorated or, or how that works. Yeah. Could be. Oh, it is concurrent viewers in this case. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that's still, that's still a lot. That's that's rent plus for me back in the day. Yeah, for, yeah, it's definitely yeah. sizable. It's meaningful for sure. Yeah, we'll see if they uh, mention anything at uh, TwitchCon EU this week. <clears throat> I think that. Oh yeah. When, does that start Thursday or is that an all week affair? Do you guys? I don't know anything about TwitchCon, let alone TwitchCon EU. I don't know when that kicks off. You know, 
The only thing I know about Twitch cons is they generally have it. They have the keynote at every Twitch con, and generally they have some pretty big announcements at them. So hopefully we'll hear some yeah some cool stuff at this one. Uh, Twitch kind of used this Saturday, sixteenth of July. So yeah, next Saturday. I wonder when that actually. Do they have a schedule? Oh no, chat. He he doesn't love me. He's just getting me ready for him to eventually eat. He's just softening me up here. Yeah, yeah. That's how those cats work. Uh, <clears throat> I I don't know if if you go to twitchcon.com slash Amsterdam dash 2022 it says the opening ceremony is from 11 to 11.45 there's no a.m. there's no p.m. I'm going to assume a.m. I have no idea what time zone this is in so I don't know if it's automatically adjusting for me or if this is going to happen at like 6 a.m. our time CET chat saying so 11 yeah so it's gonna happen like 6 a.m our time then oh really yeah you might be able to cover that at like maybe your first hour co yeah six hours i'll I'll watch i'll watch the replay yeah or when i wake up and see twitter flooded with either good or bad emoji faces we'll we'll see yeah hopefully good uh, for those that don't know, it's always exciting uh, for us. I, I, I guess maybe for me, I won't speak for it to you, uh, because the opening ceremony at TwitchCon is where they announced Twitch Prime, and that obviously changed the entirety of this. Yep. So Absolutely. I'm always interested to see what they're going to say. Granted, no one, nothing they've announced is, I think, really been that big or significant. It's still cool to see whatever they, they've got coming down the line. Twitch Prime was a raise for streamers. It's it's been a minute since I I, I remembered how much that stung that they announced that shit. shit And I was there. Everyone was. We all opened up Lyric Stream and we're like, this motherfucker's got 4,000 subs. (laughs) And it's been like 30 minutes. God damn it. Wait till we get back home. You are punishing us for coming to your thing. Yep. Yep. And that was a big thing about how they should have turned it on when everyone was home. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's set precedent on how they announce things for sure. Yep. Yeah, it's incredible. Good for Lyric, though. He's a good dude. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, 100%. <laughs> it was also just the type of thing where, you know, no one, everyone was at TwitchCon. So the only person we could yep. watch uh, really have the the effect or the, the growth was Lyric for that. And everyone had their phones open during the keynote like, holy fucking shit, dude. He just got like 3,000 how- <laughs> subs. How much richer did Twitch Prime make streamers? A good way to think about it is most streamers average more Prime subs than regular subs by a significant margin these days. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Twitch Prime that's with the big fact deal. that people have to reapply them every 30 days. Some, so, speaking of that, and, and chat, I would love if someone else could verify this. I had someone the other day say they got a reminder to use their Twitch Prime from Twitch. and that was Like a, an email? No, it was like a, they were in chat and it said like, use your Twitch prime. And so if yeah. anyone can verify, like that's a massive, massive that is massive deal. Yeah. Chat saying they oh, get wow. it. What is, they did. what is the notification look like? Is it like near the sub button? Oh, they got an email about it too. Well, I mean, here's the thing though. The, the regional pricing stuff is really starting to kick in. I'm sure yes. you guys have noticed. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. they're probably becoming a little bit more knowing they can get some goodwill by advertising it more, this is probably a good time for them to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. The regional pricing oh. thing is definitely having an effect. Yep. Yeah. I, I think, 
which we all knew was coming. They were they were good. We about did. I, I will also state uh, from just the creators that I know, very few actually go and look at the earnings every single month. Uh, and so I think the more people that do are going to start to see exactly what Code just said that it is a pretty significant effect on uh, on earnings per month when it comes to that stuff. So that'll probably I, become I a actually, major focus. <clears throat> actually, look at my my analytics, and I'm not my Prime subs do not outweigh my paid subs, but uh, it is uh, my my paid subs are two and a half times my prime subs but it's yeah like 30 around 30 percent yeah it's significant regardless yeah yeah yeah. of my income is prime subs yeah or my you know my sub income is prime subs. uh to people wondering if the uh the local sub pricing is is up or down it's down in a big way uh <laughs> it's it's a pretty significant chunk of uh creator oh yeah revenue. regional has made a, a big a big hit yeah. regional has made a very big hit yeah so as soon as creators actually start paying attention to how much they're earning per month and start to see a difference there. Yeah, that'll be a, a pretty big conversation, I think, moving forward, especially when Twitch said, like, it's going to bring you all more subs. It's a, it's a good thing. You're going to you're going to make so much more money. We should have known by how high their voice was that that was. A lie. <laughs> 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 that was just a flat out lie, uh, or at least it didn't well, work out more, in more importantly. More importantly, I mean, the, the thing is, is that it, it was a writing on the wall situation because we, if you under, if you understood the situation and how Twitch was doing it beforehand, yeah, there was no way that was sustainable. Like that was, that was Twitch to be blunt, shelling out significantly more money than they would get back from the program in any, and they're already arguably shelling it out with regional pricing. So right, with, right. with that, I mean, and for those who don't know what we're talking about, by the way, what Twitch used to do is essentially value every single prime sub at five dollars but the thing is is amazon is regional so if regionally you were getting a prime subscription for like three dollars and then you would go onto a twitch streamer and then pay give them your prime sub well you were literally like that you see you see how that math just doesn't add up so <laughs> that was happening in some cases in thousands and thousands and thousands like hundreds of thousands especially for for some regional streamers um where it was just it they were throwing away money essentially like it wasn't working so they had to basically like equal what they what they've been doing is over the last six months they they told streamers we're going to keep paying you as normal but we're going to slowly start making it so prices are fifty percent of what they're paying not fifty percent of five dollars flat USD yeah so yeah I think in some cases it actually gets us more USD per sub very like in the few EU cases. yeah yeah but I mean in some parts of the EU and stuff like it actually will actually get a little bit more than to you know whatever the, the split is for whatever the streamer is but. Shout out to my kind of they, what they they, they should have done at the beginning, basically. Like that's how it should have been at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Zeke. What were you saying? I was just I was saying shout out to my Norwegians out there. I don't know if they pay more or not. It's just <laughs> I know Norway's Norway's pretty pretty good, doing pretty well financially. <laughs> Someone was saying Canada is is more expensive um, than five USD. So yeah, I don't at least initially. I don't know where it's at now. Uh, I haven't oh kept up with it. Now, this is interesting. Somebody just asked a question in chat, and I don't know the answer anymore. Now, if a streamer, uh, normally, 100% of the time before this, somebody says, what's better for you, a prime sub or a regular sub? And the, the default answer is, they're exactly the same. 
you do a 499 sub, you do a, a prime sub, we're going to get the exact same amount both ways. But Twitch subs, I don't believe are localized. I think a Twitch sub is always going to be $5 USD, where a prime sub is going to be your regional pricing. So in that case, it would absolutely be better to give us a, a normal sub than a no, prime that, sub if you were looking to. Normal subs are localized as well now. How long has that been the case? Since this thing started, which is why. I was oh, saying. so they're oh, so they're equalizing everything. Yeah, that's why it's a big deal. <laughs> that's why. That's why you might. Uh, so that, so that, in other words, we're fine then. Yeah. So in other words, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. whichever good. whichever works that's best good. for the the the, the okay. viewer rather. Yeah. That's good. Is the best I'm, way for them to subscribe. Always oh, clueless. I'm always. So that, but that's good. So in <laughs> other words, to answer to answer your question, then in that case, a normal sub will be localized to R5 USD. A prime sub is localized to five USD. Yeah. So both are just fine. The only benefit to a streamer is that a normal sub you can have reoccur without you being there. Where a prime sub yes. has to be manually applied every thirty days. That's yep. the only difference to you. And that's also the only difference to you. Um, so there's, I there's think no what, outside of that. Yeah. I think what Ko is saying is if you pay less for a sub, you should probably get like a VPN and and find a place. <laughs> That has a sub that that gives us what we deserve rather than what you have to pay. Didn't they ban you know? a bunch well, of streamers for no, doing that? No, what I'm saying and, is, and is what, I mean, the, the assurance is you should you should then tip the channel the difference. Oh God! Um, absolutely, to equalize it for us because frankly we're worth it. Yeah, I we're actually just make sure we make up for the taxes that we have to pay on it too. Zeke, so you I actually you actually can't VPN. You have to you have to have a bank account in those countries. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, because a VPN is not going to matter. Because it's still coming right. from a, a bank account that has, you know, that's in America, basically, or, or in wherever for the, the exchange. So, well, I don't know about you guys, but I have a designated gift subber in my in my chat that you can just throw them money and they'll gift, gift you a sub. <laughs> Is that uh, Spiegel the second? <laughs> Is that how users do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, that uh, that whole conversation I think is going to rear its head later this year. Like I said, once uh, once creators start to to realize that they're not making as much money as they used to, um, but I think once you get to a certain point, a lot of the creators, uh, the bigger creators, they just don't really check how much money they're earning on a month to month basis. I the the thing that makes me the most angry is this month I'm only going to be able to put two of the normal three gold layers on my yacht, and, right. and frankly. I mean, I don't understand how people even get away with that. Um, it's significantly less scratch resistant. I mean, yeah. come on. You got to be careful with it. I have seen his motorcycles. His On his motorcycle in the sidecar is a tiny pool with a yacht in it. <laughs> true. I've got a sidecar yacht. Oh, boy. It's very strong. On, motorcycle. On, that, on that little yacht, there's a pool. Yep. Yeah. And then in the pool is a floating motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> We'll uh, we'll close the news stories here. Did you guys hear about the world's first Web three gaming console? I don't even I know mean. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, really Zeke, on the proper answer to that question. Oh man, that is... <laughs> man, it, this I know Web three has to do with with crypto and NFTs and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I have done zero research on Web3. I just see it associated with those things. Let me let me just read this article 
so you can take it in the same way that I uh, received this information the other day. A company known as Polyum has announced the Polyum One, a, quote, multi-chain console for Web3 gaming. In other words, it's the first uh, Web3-focused games console exclusively focusing on blockchain technology and the emerging play-to-earn games market. According to Polyum, its console will run multiple blockchains and support 4K, 8K, up to 120 FPS gaming and ray tracing. The funniest part is, after their announcement, they have uh, two tweets. First one says, a lot of criticism and mixed reviews. Web3 Gaming will be the future. We will have a functional prototype ready before we take any pre-orders or funding. Let's clear some things up. One, we did not copy Nintendo GameCube's logo. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. There are multiple companies. Eve. What is what is wait wait is this on Twitter? What is this? Yeah, this is their Twitter. Poly, it's polyum underscore polyum underscore underscore two underscores. No. You know it's good when you have not one but two yeah. underscores. Yeah. Number one, we did not copy the Nintendo GameCube's logo. There are multiple companies that use similar logos, but we will illustrate a new logo that is original. <laughs> two, the console will have games and exclusive games. We are currently in talks with uh, different Web three game developers, and we'll make some announcements soon. Uh, we know that a console can't be successful without games. Three, we have experience in hardware and software. The console will be, uh, be built and will execute on the roadmap. The space, This space bashes builders who are building for Web3 to help it expand. We are also building the console for ourselves, and we will not stop. Four, uh, and I don't know what this is. Read the white paper. I guess that's like a blueprint or something. Oh, white spec paper. Yeah, spec, okay. spec sheet. Uh, and join our Discord. We are founders who will not stop. Web3 is going mainstream. I was posted six days ago and has 24 likes. Yeah. I think they'd be missing out if if they didn't, you know, release it with the name like X-Block Series N <laughs> or a PayStation. That would be good, yeah. The thing that I think a lot of times people get really excited about with like, nfts and stuff like that is they think it's a good idea and then you keep seeing over and over again you know it's the future it's happening anyway this is the future it's happening and i think what a lot of people fail to realize is not everything becomes the future just because something is like a hot idea or a trend does not mean that it lasts the tests of time it's really weird a lot of times that you see over and over and over oh it's oh it's definitely coming oh web 3 is definitely coming oh crypto is the next big thing oh nfts are are the future of, of gaming and entertainment and it's like like what makes you so sure like it's very strange to 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 have like what makes you say that about this specific thing because you know laser disc thought it was the future in fact i think that was their tagline um uh, and it's kind of like i i i don't know well, man I came up with another one nintendo but spell dough like dough like like dough because like money nice nice oh actually that that's a great idea for a donut shop that, that would be good you guys want to Ooh. open up a donut shop called Nintendo? Yeah. It can just be a lot of generic Mario it's like, like, but not actually Mario yeah, for trademark reason like a, donuts. A really bad looking, we'll call it Mario. We'll go with my pronunciation. It's the Mario donut. Yeah. M-A-Y-R-I-O. Mario. Here's, here's Princess Coconut. You know, the famous <laughs> princess. <laughs> Lou princess Ivy. And Yashi. Everyone loves Yashi. He's great. Yashi. <laughs> 
no she <laughs> oh man uh i'm still reading about this this fucking console definitely not bowser that's his actually name that's his, that's the full name of that character definitely not bowser i love it i love it for sure uh they're also promising that it has uh you know touch id apple's touch id which there's no way they could possibly have that um it, it goes like this is all absurd you can buy a polium pass as soon as the company has the gumption to make that live this is uh kotaku.com writing not my own words uh and you also get a free... i was gonna say gumption's a good word <laughs> yeah no i'm yeah this is not not me speaking uh you also get a free playables playables pfp nft which is to say jpeg of a retro robot and like so much about this gibberish polium will quote provide more information later this year how will you pay for things, question mark, using play, a token which Polyam will, quote, provide more information later this year. <laughs> <laughs> Man. What? Okay. Yeah, so the Polyam one, a Web3 console coming to the internet later this year. That's that. Let's wrap the news. Take a quick break. And then uh, we've been playing a bunch of games. I think all three of us have so we can we can discuss some games when we come back uh with more drop frames right after this go do your research on the polyam 3 i was gonna say get your pre-orders in but just don't just go and laugh have have a laugh at it don't go pre-order anything we'll be right back with more drop frames right after this we'll see you guys then welcome back going to the second half here of drop frames co Let's start with you. I don't think this was a sponsored stream. I, I think in the past you maybe did, but Rumbleverse was playable this past couple of days. I think it's the, you tell me, the final weekend before release? It's the player test. Okay. Uh, it's the, the official word is Rumbleverse Network Test. Got it. And uh, yeah, the game is super clunky. Um, there definitely are some lag <laughs> issues. Really? But damn if it, it isn't just enjoyable it's enjoyable and fun it's it's basically uh it's a it's a br which i'm not super into because i feel like they got really kind of repetitive and didn't do anything new but you know a lot of times when i've talked about brs i've liked i've said multiple times i like brs i just never feel like they're doing something that's kind of new to the genre yeah well this is the answer to that question it is it is essentially a melee only just like rock paper scissor style br cartoony game um the thing the big thing i want to be able to do is play with my community which you can tell in the options it's set up to do that in fact i think some creators have that kind of turned on on their account i'm not one of them unfortunately ah. um but i feel like it would be a super fun game to play, play with people you know um but i've only been i've just been doing solo queues uh last night i won a couple rounds and it is it is fun it is clunky but it is it is what, very describe um, what you mean by clunky like it, it what i mean by clunky i mean i mean what does that, that mean that the game is based around your character not your camera so you and and so basically like if you snap to the left and look at somebody and start clicking to attack them your character will just start punching air in front of whatever way it's looking uh climbing you have to press a button to climb and press a button to get off so until you start getting that down it doesn't feel like any other climbing mechanic and it feels just kind of weird um the movement is is very uh blocky it's not very smooth movement because it's designed it. to where 
when you start something, you kind of have to finish it. And the the rock, paper, scissor aspect is is it works and I understand why they do it, but at the same time, if you mess up, then you kind of just get locked in these multi-second things that are happening and you can't react until they're done. So they make some interesting decisions. Like basically the, the way that it works in the rock, paper, scissors is you is first of all, there's this big list of counters. And as you go up the list, like uh, a normal attack will counter a an unblockable attack. An unblockable attack will counter block. Block will counter a normal attack. Like there's there's a rock, paper, scissors thing there. But then also if two characters launch the same attack, then there's a priority system on top of that. Got it. So like if if you know you can get these books which give you randomized special moves, like like in for wrestlers, and those moves have traits. Like one of them may be a super move of a certain kind. And then if a person does a normal move of that, while well, you use the super move, well, you will, you will overwrite their move and then do that. Um, so there's, there's not, there's like multiple priority systems at work and getting all that down with everything moving as fast as it be, as it does. And then also with the kind of weird character aiming, not camera aiming, um, it, it's just a lot. Yeah. So there's a learning thing is, curve to it. There's a big learning curve. And also because of the way that, um, the, the aiming works how there isn't really aiming uh it it <laughs> makes it so when you lock into these long combos if you miss a combo then you just like there's literally like you'll get locked three moves going in just the wrong direction or you'll do a drop kick just completely not even where you're looking and because you, you thought your character was looking that way but he wasn't so it's just a, it's just weird a little weird but yeah yeah it's gonna make good people really really good and normal players think it has a high skill cap does it? Would, would, it does have a high skill cap, or are you saying it? Think it has a. High I'd say skill cap? I'd say there is going to be a high skill cap once once you figure out exactly how the movement system works. That's that's a lot of evening the playing field. But I'd say the skill cap is going to come more in being able to super super quickly identify what your your teammate is doing, and then being able to like instantly know the counter. Got so the, the there's going to be there's a lot of twitch gameplay to this game, especially if you're like when you uh, when you knock somebody down, they're invulnerable on the ground. And then they get to decide how they get up. Are they just going to get up? Are they going to get up into a normal attack? Are they going to get up into a, a block? Are they going to roll? So there are these situations when you get knocked down like this and the other person will like back up and then wait to see what you're going to do. And then it instantly becomes like a rock, paper, scissors game. Like, are they going to hold block and hope that you don't do an unblockable? Are they going to attack you because they think you're going to do an unblockable? And it like right here, you can see him running away and then he like runs a circle and then comes back and doesn't attack. He runs away and then he lets me get up and then runs back and engages me. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And knowing how to react to that situation is, is what's going to separate good, good players from, from casual players, essentially. Sure. So right there. We both, we both kind of threw the same sign. You can see we both looked at each other blocking because we thought the other was going <laughs> to attack. Uh, this game, I think had a, uh they're definitely putting money in the marketing here. There's a lot of sponsored stream over the past couple of days. Do, do you foresee within just, I don't know, the conversations that a lot of those people are having, not saying you have conversations with all those creators, but you think it's going to stick around after a sponsored segment? Is this, does this have well, lasting power? Cause that's always the big question when it comes to this stuff. I know there's a, like, to, to be clear, um, I was not sponsored to play this, and I okay. don't know if the other guys were. I'm an epic partner. I saw a bunch so of like sponsored me, tweets. Yeah. Maybe that's not a sponsored exactly. gameplay yeah. session. My, I'm not sure. My my sponsorship in this game goes as far as that you know it's an epic game, and they want me to play epic games kind of things. So yeah. I you know, but they didn't they did not tell me play this game. We're paying you to play it. Got it. Um, so I'm not sure if that's what the other streamers were too. I'm not sure what boat they're in. 
Um, but that being said, um, I think that they want this game to be the next Fortnite. I think I think that they're trying to make a game that they feel is different enough from Fortnite, but also the same enough. While at the same time, it's a different type of skill cap because it doesn't require aiming of any kind, even when you throw items at auto aims. So this this is much less about aiming and much more about timing. Um, so I feel like they're they're gonna try to get this to be the next Fortnite, but I I really like with that clunkiness that I was talking about, I think that's gonna throw off a lot of people. Yeah. I think it's gonna be the kind of because the problem is if you don't if you don't learn how that clunkiness, how to play with that clunkiness, it doesn't feel good. To put can, it bluntly. Can you it lock doesn't the camera? feel very good? Is there a way to lock I, the camera? To your character? Yeah, like where it would be behind I you at all times? No. Okay. I don't know if there is. Maybe if maybe there's a way to do that. Um, but yeah, I can tell you the way that I've been playing it. It it took me it take it took me a good while to like get used to it. Get it down. And I still don't have it down that much. Yeah. Um I mean I do a lot better now. Like I said, I won a couple rounds last night. I I know what I'm doing now, but mostly it's because I think most people don't. <laughs> so sure, it's early it's days a nice advantage. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just watching the gameplay here. Funny enough, uh, the CEO of Iron Galaxy, which is the developers behind this, we actually had on the show a long time ago. Dave Lang is the, it's his company, (laughs) which is really, really wild to see. Uh, They they also made like Killer Instinct and and, uh, games of that uh, dive kick. That was also them. So they've got some, some fighting game cred. Yeah. Uh, So to see them kind of on this stage is, it's taking my brain a little bit to get used to. Um, It's wild. Yeah, it uh, do, does it have like you know everything you would expect from a BR? Does it have a battle pass? Oh yeah, does it have skins. Rand- it's got it's, all that. It's got skins. It's got a shop. It's got random items. It's got boxes that spawn all over the map. Um, you have a a persistent passive buff system via protein drinks. So there's there's three different protein drinks: uh, power, health, and stamina. And as you get those, if you see in the bottom right there, you get ten slots, and you can fill them up however you want to in terms of a balance of power, stamina, and and health. Yeah. So it adds a little bit of customization where you're constantly gaining power throughout it. There's tons of random moves. And then those random moves have rarities that make them stronger and sometimes give them more traits. There are weapons you can pick up. There are, there's a star system, which gives you super or like a mini res. Huh. Um, it, it's, there's a lot to the game. There's, there's, there's clearly a lot of thought in the game. Um, Mom, and I think that's one of the reasons that it's been fun. Oh, Mom, God, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> exactly. Did you win this round? Or was this the, was what's happening an excuse here in about five seconds? <laughs> oh, I, I I get killed all the time. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you're definitely. This is a game where this. where you will be doing great, and then you'll have one encounter with a dude that really knows what he's doing and just get completely bored. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so no sense of matchmaking yet then no, like hidden MMR or anything like that that you know of, uh, not that I know of. Okay. Um, I, I don't, I don't, cause I that, don't know if uh, that's a great way to kill a for that either. Yeah. I will say that the timers, you can download this right now for free and play it yourself. I think it, so, the servers are down all, don't, as of today. Are they? Yeah. They're down the, uh, as of like three hours ago is what my chat was saying. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. Oh, there's limited time until tonight. Oh, yeah. damn. Oh, that's too bad. I was totally going to play tonight. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say that uh, it I never had now granted probably this is probably because it was free and I'm not sure if it's going to be buy to play, but I had zero like I was in them around every ten seconds like it was it was it was chunking along like people were definitely enjoying it. Um, there was never an issue for population, but again that may have just been because it was free. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. 
Uh, any idea when it's like going full release? Uh, have they said anything of, uh, around that? Did you have any blog posts? I don't when this so. comes out? Okay. I, I don't, I don't know if they're doing network tests. They're obviously getting, they're getting close. close. Yeah. Um, I mean, their UI really was also, good. yeah, the, the UI was also pretty fleshed out. Like there were a lot of screens where it's like, this is where you'll get this. And this is where this will happen on release and things of that nature. So. Yeah, it was so pale next to Lena. Those Lena's arms are bigger than Co's. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> slow down, slow down. I'm working on it. Okay, come on, man. Jeez. Um, but yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot going on that, that definitely felt like a, a finished game. Yeah, it could. I mean, honestly, from what I played, it could like there weren't any major bugs. There, my 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 complaints were like the big kind of like the actual game things that I don't think they're going to be changing before release. So, and, and it, and it was fun. I mean, even with the issues I have with the game, I played it four hours mm-hmm. and I was planning on jumping back in tonight and I'll be blunt for a BR these days. That's a lot of time for me to be spending in a BR. Sure. Like, I have, I've tried many BRs over the last couple of years and it's been the kind of thing where I'm just pretty much in and out. Cause I, I, I play it, I play a few rounds. I'm like, okay, more of the same. And then mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. So you- this one definitely had enough unique things to keep me engaged more than just a, a you know, an hour. Did you already go over the playable characters? Like how many there are? Oh, it's fully customized. There's no playable characters. So you make your oh, wrestler. Okay. You, you pick from body types. You unlock different things for them. There's tops, bottoms, hair, um, accessories, like the whole nine yards. You you make your wrestler. Yeah. I, think, I think there's an official name for them. I don't remember what they call it. This is the super. And that's oh, hilarious because wow. if, you, if you do that over like a bounceable object, like a car or something, then you get even like higher and higher into the oh, sky. Wow. So you get like ridiculous things there. So it's got like some pop off moments then that are. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. You can climb up any structure and just climb right up it. So. Do more damage when you jump off structure. Like, can you jump oh, yeah. off the structure? And- you, if you jump off a structure, you you start getting like the the little like dropping shock wave around you, and if you hit somebody <laughs> on the ground, like you will do a huge amount of damage. There's also a lot of moves that, that either throw people off things or tackle them off things. And if you tackle them off the side of a building and then like fly down and slam into the ground. Uh, your attack will do significantly more damage. Let's see. I'm going to see if you jump off here, then we'll we'll move on. Uh, did, was there any sense of uh, to draw parallel lines with Fortnite? Like any sense of other IP coming into this game? Or are we going to have like a a Spider Man wrestler oh, rolling around? Spider Man costumes and stuff. I I, yeah. I I see it almost identical to Fall Guys. So you, oh, you can okay. very, very easily sure. see like all sorts of partnership and, and cross IP stuff in the form of, of costumes and enhancements and, and accessories. And, you know, like just to, to like that guy right there, he's wearing a freaking inflatable duck on his hat sure, uh, or for a hat. So, you know, there's, there's stuff like that all over the place. So. Cool. Uh, and lots and lots of room for that. It will be free to play. Is that... I don't know. Okay. I was asking chat. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I, if... I, I don't know if it's a buy to play or a free to play. Well, we'll see. If it's free to play, and they are that 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 will be very good for this game. I think that that would be a great decision if they. Chat, chat is make. saying it will be free to play. Cool. That's, Website I think that's says free to play. Fun. So there that's going to dramatically help its chance of success. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a, it's a, definitely the kind of game where the more you play it, the more fun it is. I, I was not having nearly as much fun in the first few rounds as I was the last few rounds I played. It was sizably different. Once you learn how it functions and you learn where to get heals and you start picking a nice little setup you want for your protein drinks and you start learning to get around <laughs> the clunkiness, it gets remarkably more entertaining. Cool. 
especially as you start learning about the counters and stuff and how they work. And, you know, cause there's a lot of times at the beginning, you'll get like a really cool move and you'll go up and use it against a guy and he'll just smack you once out of it. And it's like, what the hell? And then, you know, like you, you, you don't understand exactly like how the game mechanics work. Um, but it, it, once you start figuring all that out, it becomes much more of like, oh, I should have waited. I should have done this. I should have done that. Like it, it becomes more of my problem than what the hell is wrong with this game's problem. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. The frustration starts to circle back. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that uh, that'll probably be on my radar then. Whenever this comes out, I would I would expect probably some sort of fall release with this if they're gonna go. Try I'm thinking to like many... November seventh. <laughs> yeah, that might be a good date. I feel like there's a lot <laughs> of other uh, you know, or not uh, not not a options. lot of stuff going on then. Yeah, yeah, not that many options happening around that time. So should be from cool. the the Rumble verse FAQ. Uh, when it releases, it will be released on PC, obviously PlayStation Five, Four, uh, Xbox, and Xbox One. Got Xbox it. Series S, X and S, and S, Xbox One. Um, it will be cross-platform. Uh, they will have uh, cosmetic-only microtransactions, they say. Okay. Um, let's see. You don't have to have Game Pass or PlayStation Plus or anything to play it. Cool. Uh, let's see. Yep, those, that's the main the bullet points. All right. Yeah. That's right. Rumbleverse. Zeke, you stepped into the world of... How do you pronounce? I'm just gonna let you. Dong Danganronpa. Let's. Is that? Correct? Oh yeah. I I've always said Danganronpa, but Danganronpa. It's, it's probably probably a little bit butchering the pronunciation. It's fine. Trigger Dang, happy you know I remember the. I could hear it in my head. Danganronpa. Oh, is that how it's announced like in the intro? Yeah. Ah, gotcha. How was it? Did you enjoy your time here? I got a. Is this game spoiler heavy? Should I be careful? No, don't worry about it. Okay. All right. I didn't. I didn't get in any spoiler like until the very end like i i guess yeah don't do the last half of the because i think there's two vods there's two vods there's, yeah i'm yeah, in the first VOD. that's fine okay great nothing, nothing spoiler in that one gotcha um except like you know the first like they jump you into the, what's going on like yeah, it's chapter one the basic yeah the basic gist of it is uh you're a high school student what in a japanese anime game you play a high school student no way yes way big oh my of, god big of true crazy do you do like way too adult uh, things and deal with way too adult situations for any high schooler to be dealing with? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a high school drama game about a visual novel game about uh, being kidnapped and being forced to murder. Uh, oh yeah, is like is kind of the gist of it. Okay. Um, you are. Uh, I didn't finish it, so I don't know how it plays out or anything like that. I got I got to the first trial. Let's just say that. Um, and I, I finished the first trial. Uh, I am probably, I'm just letting you know, I'm probably not going to be playing this again on stream. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just like, I I've, I pushed through a few games that I, I, I probably, I regretted pushing through them because the payoff for me personally was not, like I'm, I'm talking about like AI the and uh, um, uh, the nonary games 999 and I, I made it to the end of a couple of those and I had I wished I hadn't because <laughs> it does it, it it's there's some definitely twists and turns and stuff but it's not like it's too long to be enjoyable for me like mm. a good example would be a game that I didn't mind doing that with was Doki Doki like Doki Doki Literary Club like. It was nice. It was. It didn't overstay its welcome. It had a very cool twist. It was uh, exciting, and then it was over, which is what you want, you know. 
Yeah. But these they just have a tendency to like drag on them with dialogue and you know fucking repeating every single point that they make in the game over and over and over again. You get a lot a of plot point repeating. Oh yeah, sure. A lot of recapping. <laughs> a lot of oh my god, so much repeating it, of the last person's sentence or the last two words of sentence. Like, are you going to the high school? The high school all the time. Man, I. It's funny that you mentioned that. This is a random tangent. We'll jump right back to the game. I, I recently started replaying uh, uh, Yakuza 7. And I'm walking around in like chapter 6. And I'm like, someone please tell me what the fuck is happening in this game. Because I don't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> and so I'm like praying for a backstory drop. Hasn't happened yet. I'm going to probably have to look up a uh, some sort of like guide or something. And just like give me a quick story recap. Because... I forgot everything that happened in that game up until that point. Uh, it turns out the story is pretty crucial uh, to enjoy your, your, your time in Yakuza 7. That's one of the things I have absolutely loved about I, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Yeah. Every time you load the game, it's like you're coming back on the next episode of a TV show where it shows like the last four major plot points, like doom, doom, yeah. doom, doom. Like they're always up to date. So it's like every stream, like anyone watching gets fully caught up in like 30 seconds. And then it gets Yeah, it. it works if you're not like oh. marathoning it for sure. Because if you're marathoning yeah. it, you just get that nonstop. I, I just wish it was an option. I just wish it was a like, would you like a recap? Yeah. Because I would be like, no, thank you. <laughs> That's fine. Well, too bad. You might not watch the recap, but you're going to get a recap in the game. They're going to talk <laughs> about it. And then you're going to go talk to somebody else and you're going to come back to that person. And they're going to go over what we just said again. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Okay. Um, but that's like, you know, uh, this game is no worse than like a Persona or, a, you know, any other of those, you know, story heavy games uh, from Japan. It's it's not like, you know, it, 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 it doesn't go over, you know, anything else that we played. It's just I, I've always hated it. Like, I've never <laughs> liked that trope. Yeah. Um, or that, that style of storytelling of, you know, two steps forward, one step repeat. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, if you took all of the superfluous, you know, repeating and, and recapping and shit like that, if you took all of that out, this game would be a lot shorter, obviously, but it also would be, like, much more playable for me, personally. Um, because... It would, I think it would probably cut out like 25% of the, of the game and have like, it would cut the fat off of the game and keep the, you know, the juicy good meat because it's not bad. Like the story in its, in and of itself is very interesting. Um, it's just, you know, you're, if you hear your favorite song 30 times in a row, it's going to not be your favorite song anymore. Sure. Um, but that being said, uh, it's, I mean, it's a very interesting story. It's, it, it, I, I like the, the whole premise is you get kidnapped and you, the only person, the only point of contact you have is this, this, uh, black and white bear Monokuma who talks to you and tells you like the scoop. It's like, you're the best baseball player in high school. You're the best, uh, fashion, you know, person in high school. You're the best. Uh, what was the weirdest one? There was a, there was just one that was just like. Even for Japan, I was like, there's a there's a list of like people that are really really good at this. Okay, Lego um, building. 
Oh, fanfic writer. That's what oh, it was. That's close to what I said, yeah. Oh, no, the biker gang one. That's what it was. The biker gang. Yeah, you know, the biker gangster. gang, dude. Like, the world's best biker gangster. And I'm like, are you... <laughs> what? <laughs> dude, come on. Um, but anyways, uh, you take all of these people who are the best at their thing. Okay. And you put them in a high school. And then, then there's you, who is average at everything. And they you get to go to this special... Uh, special school or whatever because you are the luckiest student because your name got drawn oh. um and you th- everybody thinks that going to this place is like a finishing school you know it's like only the elite get to go to this place but you find out that this bear has brought you all here so you would like to try to convince you to murder each other and if you get away with that murder uh you get to go free um, and if you don't want to participate, they, they, uh, um, have, they have ways of making you participate. Like they show you videos of, of like your family in peril, uh-huh. so to speak, um, without like trying, trying to get you the main points without like spoiling anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, they, they have ways of coercing you into participating. Um, and then once someone is murdered, there's a trial. And that's how you get away with it. If you convict the wrong person, that person gets away with it and then goes free. Is it always, does it follow the same people that are, uh, that you blame the murder on every single time? Or is there some randomness to it? What do you mean? And the trials, if you can like blame it on someone else, is it always that person at that specific point in time? Or can you blame it on someone else? Oh, uh, I think it's pretty set. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah, the way the way it's laid out, I think it's yeah, it's linear. Yeah, um, okay. no randomness. Um, but yeah, so like you go through the trial. You, you the first one, the first one is is uh, pretty. <laughs> and then there's another thing, like I don't know who they're directing this towards, but like before the trial even began, they kind of were like, like shoveling it in your mouth, like this is the person. No, here's another clue. Here's another clue. And then you get to the trial. And you have to go through, like, an hour and a half of trial before you get to the, like, the damningest evidence, you know, available. It's like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? It's like, show them the murder weapon. It's right here. <laughs> Just shut. There's a, there's, like, I was there when he stabbed the person. Like, you know, it's like, eyewitness account. Yeah. That kind of shit. So you're just waiting for that to come up. However, I will say that the mechanic of the trial is fun because during the trial, you, you like people start talking and you have truth bullets oh. and you fire truth bullets at, at deceptions, uh, lies, that kind of stuff. And you go, you don't, you don't do objection. You don't do that, but you do that's wrong, mm. <laughs> that instead, which is not as good. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, but then you you say that's wrong, and then you explain why it's wrong. Like, oh, you weren't there. Remember when you said blah blah blah? So there's like that kind of shit, um, and it can get pretty intense. Like even even in the uh, the tutorial trial run, I was like, ooh, this could get intense. I could definitely see this. Like, because they give you a time limit, you know. Um, and the longer you take, the worse you do. So you want to like fire your truth bullets immediately when you see an untruth, you know? So. Yeah um there's also a gotcha gift oh is there a gift system in a japanese game 
Oh, you bet there is. <laughs> oh, man. There is a, definitely a gift system where you get these, you put your coins in, you find these coins like hidden around, you you turn this thing, you get a little, you get a present, and they're, of course, they're very weird. Like, you get a, now I hope, hope this is it. Is it? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, you get a hand bra. It's a bra that looks like two hands. So in the when boot. I when I open up the VOD and just click randomly in the timeline, that was the first thing that came up. So I should have started yeah. there. Uh, instead, I yeah. was just like, let's not start there. And I click somewhere. Yeah. And you Solid are a high bra. school student giving fellow high school students these presents. So, you know, ah. that's not weird. Yeah. Of course it's not weird. Um, but yeah, so you give them gifts and it's like, it's... Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it's arbitrary. Like, cause I, that's one of the things that I, I, I refuse to participate in, in these Japanese games where you gift, you give gifts. I, I just asked the Chad to backseat me. Like who wants this gift? <laughs> okay. Uh, cause I, I just, I don't want to like do the research. Look, I would just look it up. Yeah. But yeah, so there's that. And it's, I mean, it's fine, but it's, it's also like, it just drags. And the, all these games drag for me. Mm, got it. I'm currently, well, we'll get to it, but I'm cur currently playing another, I don't know if it's a Japanese dev game, but it's definitely anime inspired, uh, Neon White. Yeah. And I'm playing through that. I played a little bit of it on my stream, but I also am playing it a little bit on my own. And it's not bad as far as the, I was I was worried that, that the uh, the dialogue in between the fucking awesome fast paced heart pounding action would like really just grind things to a halt, but it's, it's okay. Like the pacing is okay. Yeah. Um, but there is, there is a gift giving system in that game too. Always. I can pull that up. We can just jump over to uh it's neon sure. white, right? That's the name of it. Yep. Neon white. Yeah. Um, I played the demo of this. We might've talked about it a little bit before because I played the demo. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the, it, it fully released and it's fantastic. It is really super fun. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of the rare games that I actually like went back to on my own time and play through it. It's a, uh, at its core, it is a level based time attack, uh, first person platformer. This is it. This is the game. Yeah. Um, you're also on the spot that I spent, spent a shitload of time trying to beat, uh, Elohim's time. Great. Uh, because it, it was a short level and you have to make like exacting jumps. <laughs> and I was trying to like, I got up to like three, like thousandths of a second within his time. And still I couldn't beat. I, I don't know how long I spent on it. Probably like, I want to say I spent like a half an hour just trying to beat maybe even longer, just trying to beat that one time. Yeah, the one, one and I just couldn't do it. It's, you got to get it perfect. It's, it's like, one run, jump, blast through a door, jump off a pillar, and into the goal. And that's it. Uh, and just trying to shave off two, three thousandths of a second, just I couldn't, I, I gave up after a minute. But if you want to fast forward to other stuff, <laughs> uh, there are many, many levels. on this for a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, there are many, many levels, and it goes super fast. Uh, they give you trophies, bronze, silver, gold, uh, or four trophies, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. Um, it is not. Even for someone of my skill level, platinum is not impossible. It can be difficult at times, but it's uh, not. It's it's doable. I'll say it's, I'll say that it's doable. 
and on every level uh once you get like a silver or a gold or no no once you every time you finish the level it gives you what they call insight on the level mm. and the more insight you gain on the level the more uh, stuff you get out of uh, or uh, more help you get in the level like if you get like a, a you know level two insight you get like a ghost of your former runs to see if you're you know lagging behind your your previous run um if you get like the level three they give you a hint in game so you run and you see this little hand like floating in the air and then you run into it and it shows this little trail of like oh you can skip this part you're like and it's usually like shit i didn't think of like oh fuck you're right i could just skip this entire section because there's nothing in there and just you know jump over there or whatever so yeah. the hints are actually very good um and there's a gift in every level too um and i i'll let you guess what you do with those okay no, I won't let you guess. You give them to girls and guys. You give, you I give was them working on my guess. I know. I'm sorry. You give them to friends. And uh, what does that, that give you, though? They have, oh, 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 let me tell you, JP. Guess what? You get this. Like, it, it's it's like uh, segmented. So it's like this time you get this and this time you get this. But it's like you can get a bonus level or you can get more dialogue. I heard the dialogue that's, that's uh, your gift. is really bad in this. It's not. I mean, it's it's anime. It's it's, but it's not like serious. Yeah, like, I heard it's really you know silly slash borderline yeah. stupid. <laughs> no, it's it's goofy. It's it's. Uh, I would say it's if uh, like Danganronpa or not Danganronpa. What's a, like AI is on one side okay. and No More Heroes is on the other side okay it's definitely more towards no more heroes like travis touchdown kind of dialogue like very a lot of juvenile a lot of a lot of uh oh my god i saw your butt cheeks and then you're like you know you go um your face gets red they do the you know? booba emote yeah. yeah yeah that kind of shit yeah um so oh yeah so you get you get gifts every level and stuff like that and there are i don't know how many levels there are per mission so within the mission, you get, I want to say like 10 at least, but man, they're all fun. And it's so fast, which, you know, I more and more, I realize like how important that is to me that you can move fast. Yeah. Like even if it takes you a while to get to the destination, if you feel like you're moving fast, getting there, that's, that counts. That really, really counts for me. Um, and there's no wasted time in the level. If you, if you fuck it up quick restart, just like like the like the best of its kind of game like super meat boy it's just like one button or two buttons it's like restart go restart go because you do that a fucking lot um if you want to get like Good platinum time. trophies and figure out the levels and shit like that yeah um yeah uh it's it's great and i'm i'm liking it and i'm glad i'm kind of playing it off stream because i i read faster than i speak yeah so i can i, think I can do yeah right i can see the dialogue that like i can pick out the important words of the dialogue so i don't have to like sit there and voice act the entire thing but it's <laughs> it's also very high school it's very like i'm an assassin like oh my god that looks so good on you <laughs> oh yeah and then there's of course the ryuji character the the like hey bro you want to come live, live bro oh yeah you saw you out there it was really cool bro that's a sweet katana dude is that how they sound in your head when you read their lines that's how they sound in the game i'm not kidding you oh so they're voice acting in some situations some parts got yeah. it okay the main the main story nodes are voice acted the gift giving like 
the the reward for giving them a gift dialogue is the old anime like huh and then the whole what and then the whole line comes out yeah yeah makes sense cool uh what this is is this on game pass i forget i know it's not expensive it's under 20 or something like that i have it on steam okay and it is it's 25 bucks but it's okay i thought it was cheaper than that but it, I mean, I don't know how many levels there are. I, I don't know how long it is, but I've I've put, I put seven and a half. It looks like hours into it, and I love it. I'm, and I don't know if you get penalized like story wise later. Like if if it's a story you actually want to follow, it doesn't feel <laughs> like it's it's something that you need to right now. Yeah. So. In my opinion, if you wanted to skip the dialogue and just do the levels, you probably could and enjoy it just as much as you would if you if you actually like the novel stuff. Cool. Sounds good. That is uh, Neon White. I haven't really been playing too much uh, on stream apart from uh, apart from Hollow Knight, which I'm pretty much like I'm at the end. Uh, I'm my percentage is one hundred one percent, but. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do all the super fucking, I don't know if either of you have gotten to the end, but the, the end end is like super fucking crazy, insane amounts of time fights that I don't know if I'm going to do, at least right now. Um, I'm going to try and get the quote, true ending of whatever this is, uh, but the fight's a little bit difficult, so we might end up doing that today. But yeah, I'm on the uh, the Silk Song hype train now. Hollow Knight's fantastic. I didn't expect to be... The gameplay is is good and I really enjoy that aspect, but I really enjoy the world more and like the story aspect where they're not really telling you explicitly what the fuck is going on. Kind of just wander around and discover little bits and pieces through hidden lore rooms and things like that. And chat's been helping out uh, with all of that. This is actually, I'm going to skip away from this part. Uh, Let's go here. Uh, (laughs) I have a fight at least, but yeah, I, I'm fully on board with this. Uh, I don't know why I, I never played it. At, the beginning is a little boring uh, for the first, like, hour or two. They don't give you very much traversal abilities, uh, like the double jump and the wall uh, wall slide thing where you can jump off of walls and all that type of stuff. You don't get that for very, uh, very early in the game. And so I think that's why I bounced off of it pretty quickly. But the second you get all the traversal stuff, the game opens up, and it's a ton of fun. I think the combat's great um story for me is is definitely the the most engaging aspect and how it's not engaging you're just kind of this fucking weird bug wandering around this giant world with other weird bugs in it and you kind of start to piece together everything uh wait you're slowly. a bug spoiler jesus yeah, yeah. You're a bug. i know it's it's a oh nice the vod died uh it's a it's a very uh not you don't you don't suspect that you're a bug in this <laughs> right out of the oh. gate but yeah i had a great time with it and i'm probably finishing it up today i'm glad i just hit this right out of the boss uh you can see here's a little bit of a boss i'm not gonna say what that is but very spoiler filled i'm full on into the um into the world of hollow knight now i'm on the silk song train i don't know why it's taken so long though that's maybe i guess because maybe the dev team's small there's not that many people that worked on it at least this one so maybe it just takes a long time to pump out it's it's well, how, indie, how long it's indie and it's niche yeah that might be it yeah how long i don't, don't want to real quick i don't want to blow your mind jp but there's about 700 games like this that you would probably play and absolutely love uh <laughs> i would my rebuttal to that is 
This one's mm. better than all those. <laughs> like, I, this game I, is better than all those games you've never played and many you've probably never heard of. Yeah, I would say that. This game is really okay, that's good. That's valid. That's valid. <laughs> like, okay. It's really good. And the fanfare around this is much bigger than all those other games I've never heard of because they've never told me about them or they've heard this one <laughs> about a billion times. So I, I feel pretty confident that this game's better than all those. Does Chad know when the last, like the last, uh, I guess, content for this game came out? Because I'm wondering if that's why. It's, it's been so a way, a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, it's not a new game by any stretch. Right, right. I'm just wondering, like, the DLC, like, when they stopped doing that and started working on the next game. Chad's saying 20, 2020-ish. 2018 okay. was the last DLC. Okay. Okay. I mean, a couple years for a game isn't bad. Yeah. And and uh, the DLCs add like varying amounts. Some DLCs are like not that much. Other DLCs are like an immense amount of content. Um, okay. But yeah, it's I really enjoy it. I'm I'm super into it. I I've actually gone and like done a, a small bit of farming off stream for this. Um, because there is as you get later in the game, it does become like a pretty big farm. Um, if you're trying to get everything, like all the different charms and stuff, the the amount of money geo whatever that you have to get starts to escalate immensely to where it's like thirteen thousand geo instead of 572 that i have right there on the screen um and you have to do some farming for all that but yeah did you play, did you play dread jp Metroid no no i did not okay where of it uh i know it's quite good uh, and i've played metroids before so i'm i just wanted to see if you played both where it compares for you yeah i i think honestly the reason this game and why i've enjoyed it so much is right time right place like a lot of those other games I've bounced off because there's either something else out there or something else that has caught my sure. interest more. Uh, this game and like the mood and atmosphere of everything was just right time, right place. And it, it was something that grabbed me because I was looking for something to uh, to like throw myself into from that point of view in a world. Um, and so it was right time, right place. Because this, gotcha. they don't tell you everything. Every Nothing in this game is like fully explained. It's like, oh, well, here's, Here's like a small snippet of lore. And if you find this other random fucking room across the world, they'll get a little bit more with, they don't tell you if that's this person's room, but maybe it's this person's room. If you find this other, like that type of stuff. Um, and so you I, was like gonna, stuff? I did at this point. Uh, I, I think uh, if I'm in a different state of mind, I don't right? like, I want the story all then and there. It, I, I found that I've definitely, um, I'm a, I'm a moody gamer if that makes sense sure. or like some, sometimes i bounce off of things that are in other like i bounced off this game four years ago i played it mm -hmm. off stream upstairs sitting on a couch played it for an hour it's like nah i'm good and then i got past it while playing on stream and it's like oh this i actually like the traversal of this game oh this combat is actually engaging uh oh this this platforming is fun like a little meat boy-esque in, in parts I would say that JP, you are an emotional gamer, and uh, like that that changes it. Unless that emotion is rage, and that's why you keep going back to WoW, or not WoW, LOL. Excuse me. Oh <laughs> like yeah, competitive. Yeah, I think you can put competitive because I'm still searching for it. Right, I haven't played League and uh, Rise got me off of League. Monster Hunter Rise I was playing that off stream, so that's been two weeks. But I'm I'm starting to think like man I need to play some competitive, <laughs> so I'm thinking about it. But I don't want to go back to league, man. That it's that's like immediate rage. I need something where I have fun first, 
and then the rage shows up a little bit later once i get into it so i don't know what that is yeah, yeah. that's 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 pretty much every game every competitive game for me is uh yeah it's, this is fun right we're all having fun yeah i'm what? in therapy we need that uh not, not, to, <laughs> <laughs> not to bring up a, a sore spot in games i i want that uh that golf uh rocket league game that we were playing listen I do too. fucking fun, man. I, I loved it. Out. It was great. Me and Kobe, I don't I know if you saw. We played for like another two hours after. Yeah. <laughs> what I was, well, what I, I was telling. I saw it because uh, 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 my my wife had the the game my the stream on. Yeah. And then I quit, and she like le- had left it, you know, left it on. She had you know changed channels or whatever. Yeah. And I I was like, you know, fuming and mad and stuff. Like an hour later, and I walk by her and I see you guys still playing. I'm like, have fun. Yeah, I hope you have a lot of fun. We, but we, it's great. The game was fun, and I, I'm looking forward to the release and playing it again. The end of that. Like handle, you know, what it, what it makes me do. Yeah. The end of that session was, uh, co- I got, this is my last one. I think 45 minutes later, we finally ended that stream. Because we were just, we finally, it like clicked for both of we, us dude, in terms of what was happening. We one-gamed like five times. Yeah. What, just one more. Just one more. Yeah. Just one more. We can't end on that one. Just one more. Like, Funny enough, before the show, me and Zeke were kind of talking about that. And I was like, what we need to do, Zeke, is we need to make it a big a big event where it's like we play some of the, the highlights from the first the highlights from the yeah. first stream when we all played together. And then the screen like fades, right? Fades away. And then it's like, and here's Zeke after therapy. And then we like play again. <laughs> and and it's just gonna be a it's like Zeke is gonna be like, ah! No, it's fine. I'm I'm feeling good about this. Congratulations on your victory, friends. That was well played. Would you like to play again? Oh, so I get I get better. I get more well spoken then. <laughs> yes, you do. You you, you get more, more well spoken. That's what happens in therapy. Intelligent. That's what happens in therapy. I'm telling yeah. you, therapy is magical. Nice. It's great. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a it's a magical thing. Yeah. It's good stuff. We're gonna need to get you. Yes, as someone said in chat, we need to get you a monocle and a mm. tea, a cup with tea with tea in it. Um, braid your beard. Probably. And I, I, I need lessons with, with uh, Sacral then. There we go. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I don't know uh, how to properly teach. <laughs> I need to learn how just to. Said, He'll teach you how. And then it backfires as he rips out the monocle, slams the teacup down. <laughs> Drinks the tea with I mean, the I monocle become, glass shattered. Yeah. <laughs> I become a uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Beg, Begby from train spotting. Just like, yeah. just glassing people all day. Yeah. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> Anyways, oh, that's Hollow Knight. It's it's an older game, uh, but I've I've fallen in love with it. I'm I'm sad to finish up the like main story, but I'm not sad enough to get into the like post post game stuff because it's fucking bananas hard. Like this now this, you're doing the hundred percent right. The, yeah, the true I'm, ending. I'm doing the true ending. I I just have to beat the final boss, and I'm done with it uh, cool. later today. But like the stuff after that is fight every boss in the game without dying in a row good luck and it's you're just like well i'm not gonna do that today like <laughs> subject myself seriously so that yeah that's like an actual thing is beat uh, unless chat was lying to me it's beat every boss in the game without dying in a row and that's the thing um i'm not not ready to commit to that level of uh pain. does that give like an achievement 
Mega I Man look on Steam. I want to look on Steam and see like how I many think it, have I think there is an achievement has. associated with it. There's also like a uh, there's a platforming uh, there's a platforming area that's pretty difficult, and then there's a platforming area within that area that's even more difficult. That people have said it's called the Path of Pain. If that's any indication, like that's the actual end game name of it, and that's supposed to be bananas. Uh, I have not seen any of that yet, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do any of that. I've I've only spent like uh what's what's the steam playtime? I think 25 hours total in the game and chat was saying to get to the, like everything it would take me 60 hours. So I I feel confident that it it won't uh take that long if I was going to do all that stuff, but maybe I'm I'm completely wrong because it it does seem rather difficult. But I've enjoyed everything that I've played up until then. I've only gotten uh the rage is only set in once and then it set in and then i beat the boss and then it was gone uh so it was nice i didn't i didn't get upset about any of that ollie's upset about something i don't know why ollie sounds pretty pissed he's mad yeah. for you yeah he's just over there barking i don't know why anyways uh that's hollow knight someone, did someone get new shoes <laughs> i don't know he's downstairs he might have finally saw because i think the lights are on there and there's a tonal machine now on the wall and i think he might have just saw that for the first time in a week since it's been installed so i don't know I'm still barking uh co where do you want to go then i'm gonna go yell at my dog <laughs> where should we um we want to talk about next i've been doing two big games recently uh dai with mods and i saw me files nirvana initiative let's do uh a little dragon age not hollow night sure yeah talk about dragon age oh. I'll back real quick i have been replaying dragon age inquisition uh i've been doing it with four mods that have made the game exponentially better to play which has been awesome uh playing it on nightmare mode as a rogue archer artificer and it has been awesome how the fuck old is this game i want to say like seven years something like that okay so there's been a lot um, of time for them to do mods yep there's lots of great mods out for it and uh it's it's been it's been a phenomenally fun playthrough not the, the game is not only better than i remember but the bot the mods have been making a big deal and then what's even cooler about all this is that there's been three main dlcs since the game came out i have not played any of them and one of them is basically the true ending for the game that i've heard nothing but amazing things about so i am incredibly excited to get to those points i've been i have like 30 plus hours in it now and and i'm just i'm itching to get back i'm going to be playing it more tonight and um just going more and more and more. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, what what are the mods you have? I know that's probably a question you get all the time, but oh no no, it's it's fine, man. Uh, the the four big mods I'm using right now. Uh, there's one of them that drops the war timer tables. Like the the way that when the game released, there was this thing called the war table where you could s- basically send your agents out on missions, and these were missions that would take like eight to twenty four hours of real time. It's right, completely yeah. dumb. Felt like a mobile game. So I, I put in a mod that just removes all those. Uh, there's no timers. So you basically just like can just do all the war table mods as fast as you want. It's awesome. Um, go get me some gold. I got it. Oh, sh- okay. Go get basically. More. Yeah, exactly. Um, another mod makes it so your party has much more banter. So there's actually a ton of really good banter in the game where different party configurations will say like really funny or insightful things to each other. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. For some reason in the base game, it's it's like every 15 minutes sometimes. So I have a mod in now that makes it so it's every three to seven minutes almost all the time. And that has, has dramatically increased like how immersive the game feels. 
Um, I have oh. another mod that makes it so uh, whenever I use my pulse, it's a little bit bigger and most importantly goes through walls. So that gives me a much better chance of not missing stuff, which has been great. And then the okay. big mod, and oh my God, this drove me crazy the first time I played it. And now that I have it installed, I, it's just gotten so much better. Is this auto pickup. Uh, and for the love of God, huh. I feel the Dude. same way about auto pickup as I do motion blur in games where it's like every single game should give you an option to have an animation on picking up or using items if it's an arbitrary thing. Like I understand in Dead by Daylight that you need to have a long ass animation sifting through stuff because that's part of the game for the killer to come and get you. But if it's like an RPG or something or, or Horizon or God of War, I you're just like just running around. Horizon. Yep, where you're just running around. Funny enough, they put in a toggle, by the way. They actually added a toggle. I, no, no, I know. I, I, I stopped um, playing it. I saw that announcement and I was like, yeah. Oh, what? Like, what? It I mean, thank you. Thank you. But what not, it only, so not only did they, if like this, if it's just there in the world and you hit up and, and you walk up and hit a button, no animation, no camera change. You just pick it up. It goes in your inventory. If you go up to a container or something and you um, put and it opens a container, it automatically has it on take all. You just tap a button again and it just takes everything from the container. Super easy, super fast. And the first time I played this game, it drove me crazy how much I had to wait through that stuff. So um, that was that's that's been probably the best mod that I installed in this game, and it's it's just great. So I'm loving my build. My build is super active. Uh, basically, I have a hook that pulls me into enemies um, that is never never has a cooldown and cost no stamina. Um, I throw down bombs. I throw knives. I have like a shotgun uh, uh, bow blast. So and I'm super high DPS. And I also throw out elemental mines and stuff. So it's it's a it's a super fun class. A very cool play style. I'm I'm just ripping around the battlefield doing high damage. And uh, yeah, I'm playing a, a, a female elf because I'm going down a specific route that lets me romance a specific character and that specific character. Um, and JP, you, you weren't here for when I was talking about this, but that specific character is one of the main characters in the big DLC called Trespasser, which I've never played before. And what people have told me over and over is this Trespasser DLC is not only the actual ending of the game, but it takes like an average story that's the base game and turns it into an amazing story. Hmm. And what's even, and the reason I'm doing this playthrough is because they just recently announced the next Dragon Age is called Dreadwing, Dreadwolf, yeah. excuse me, Dreadwolf. Yeah. And that is based on Trespasser. So people keep asking me, why are you playing DAI right now? Well, I'm playing DAI because I know that every time information comes out about Dreadwolf, there's a chance that I'm going to get majorly spoiled on apparently some of the best Dragon Age content, which is the Trespasser DLC. So I'm kind of working through that right now to to get everything done and also have a full 100% everything in the world is done exactly how I want it playthrough because as we know, Dragon Age games work by loading the save between them. So I want to have a save ready to go, not only for me, but I'm going to give the save out to the community so hopefully they can use it in their games. They can like watch the playthrough and then when they play their own Dreadwolf, they can just take that save from my playthrough and play their own game in Dreadwolf. So yeah, I know yeah. Dreadwolf is a, wise, a ways off, but I just, I don't want anything spoiled for me. So we're doing that now. Makes sense. So is Dragon Age the Inquisition like the third core game in the series? Yep. Okay, okay. So there's Dragon Age, Dragon Age 2, and Dragon Age Inquisition. Yep, Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age 2, and then Dragon Age Inquisition, and there's uh, a few DLCs for Origins and, and 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been great. I'm loving it. Inquisition right now, right? Yes, this is yeah. Inquisition. Okay. And then Inquisition has three DLCs, and two of the DLCs you can do, one of the DLCs you do in line with the story, and then another of the DLC you can do towards the end. And then Trespasser, when you finish Trespasser, apparently you're done. Like you, you can no longer go back into the game when you're done with Trespasser. There's finality to it. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to find out. So that's cool. that's where we are with that. What what was the 
why do people hate this game when it came out? I'm trying to remember because like I'm watching this, I'm like, this, this looks fine. I don't few reasons. <laughs> um it was it was kind of buggy. Okay. Uh, there okay, are some I do Ubisoft remember the bugs. style. There's some Ubisoft style map completion elements that people weren't really a fan of. They felt like it kind of killed the immersion from the last games. Like find 20 of these and do five of these and I find eight that. of those. Yeah. Um and uh also a lot of people were very turned off by the kind of mobile game mechanics of the the war table that turned some people off and um also there is something to be said about the fact that this is essentially dragon age origins arcade so like they 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 took the more rpg deep tactical combat of dragon age origins and you could argue even a little bit of two and they turned it into what is essentially a more action twitch based twitchy based kind of combat like it's very flashy now it's very super movie you know it, it's everything is a little bit more simplified and a little bit more fine-tuned to kind of being you know quick it's not a worse flavor it's a different flavor mm. so a lot of purists if you want to call them that dragon age purists uh were were not super jazzed about the change it is a change yeah um so you know now that i've kind of like now that i played through it and i've come back to it years later i gotta say um i'm actually really really enjoying it more the second time through i don't i don't know if i'm just like in a more kind of actiony mood but instead of comparing it so much to dao like i did the first time i'm more focusing on what i really like about it like how combat is super quick in this one uh you know it's it is super flashy my class is like causing explosions and doing it it does feel more like an action game but maybe that's okay you know like maybe it, it's still really fun doing it this way so especially since i got my class well, I working mean, the way i want it to it's kind of great yeah yakuza was fine like the newest yakuza the 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 whole mechanic changed from action to jrpg i Oh, that was great so like it can be good yep also important to mention i'm not using any graphic enhancement and it looks really maybe the, good maybe the like, game I, ran poorly maybe that's what i remember as well when it <gasps> first came out did it run okay or is it like super I think graphic there were some issues uh, there there were technical issues when the game came out yeah so there were not only bugs there were there were some other i think there may have been some other issues as well yeah um but yeah i can say that that it has aged very well i have had multiple multiple people throughout this playthrough ask me what graphic mods i'm using <laughs> every single time i'm like no graphic mods dude like this is, i this is i thought for sure when i asked you about mods you were gonna say oh the graphic update mod of course yeah. because that's the first one people get for games like you know skyrim and whatever yep yeah, I was rogue is to... also just a super fun class to play like especially this this particular build artificer like it's it's very in your i'm using a bow it's like i'm a melee archer like it's it's a really interesting concept and an interesting class so you're basically hawkeye sort of yeah a little bit <laughs> i might know what that mean if i was a marvel fan i was trying to find because we oh, that's right. wait dc i don't even know no marvel's correct we had uh we drop frames was a thing when this game came out i want to say we had elaheim on the show when we talked about this and it was the four of us but i was trying to find what bod that was it i think it was the double digits it was that long ago because when seven years game? ago yeah so it, it was definitely around the time mm -hmm. uh, around the start of the show i want to say 2014 2015 yeah it was definitely around this yeah the, 2014 otherwise known as the blue years the blue background years <laughs> yes yes that's true the the original the og graphics for sure yeah uh cool that's uh dragon age origin are you playing this on steam do you have to have 
Origin. Uh, I think Steam opens Origin, so it, it's okay. pretty much all. But not Dragon based. Age Origin. Dragon Age Edition. Sorry, I said the wrong game. Or, or yeah, Origin. I'm sorry. Or it's going to be EA Play soon, right? So that'll be easier to say whatever they're doing. Yeah, something know. like that. Who knows? Who knows? We'll save that for another news update when it happens. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This game won Game of the Year at uh, Keeley's show in 2014, right? When it was on so, the oh, was that the Spike Video Game Awards, I think. Yeah. Two quick questions in chat. First of all, said uh, somebody said, are any of the, the no romances gender locked? Yes. Sometimes you have to be a lady. Sometimes you get with another lady. Uh, and sometimes you have to be a guy. But there's many mods that open up all romances for everyone if you want to do that. And somebody else said, I miss Eloheim. Does he stream? Yes, he does. Yeah. All the time, actually. The time. Yeah, he, he streams early in the morning. He's back to like his old schedule. But yeah, he, he absolutely streams all the time. Yeah. Zeke was beating his time. Well, trying to beat his Yeah, time, he was just sure. talking about <laughs> playing him just a little bit ago. Yeah. 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 Still, Eloheim's still a threat uh what time is it we got like five minutes can we uh I, there's one game i do want to talk about from my indie day yeah i want to talk about lands of sorcery okay let's talk real about quick it. before we finish that sure just, just so it's said ai the summoning files and Cinermod initiative it's awesome if you liked ai you'll love the new one it's fantastic and honestly in some ways better than the original all right that's all i wanted to say about it great go ahead zeke <laughs> finish this out <laughs> Okay, uh, I did. I did a few games on Indie Day, but Lands of Sorcery is a, uh, a Darkest Dungeon like. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn it! Oh come on, what dude! What am I looking at here? <laughs> show it. Show the class. I I can't. I mean, uh, damn um, it. Okay. I, all right, man. If you if you would have said that about five seconds faster, we would have all had our vod banned, most likely, and maybe. No, I don't. Twist. No, it, we will. Wait, what are we talking about? No, I mean, there's a, there's, this. No, there's. How does that work? If if this lady is not wearing a top, what a no. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's no, just, it's not. Please don't. It's just <laughs> boobs. But here's the thing. Uh, boobs are fine in game. Um, everything like nudity is fine in games. Like, is it fine Witcher, when you're talking GTA, about it on a show though? I don't. That might like that. been the rule. I don't know. As no, no, the, the rule is as far as I know, as long as the game doesn't focus on sex, like that's not the point of the game. If there is a sex scene or some nudity in a game, as long as it doesn't show penetration, you're fine. Um, that's what I got dinged for. Was I got like it was a hardcore anime, like still screen, and that was an accident and it happened. This I didn't have any worries about because I, you know, if you play Witcher, GTA, whatever, you see some, you see titties, you see bad, there's bath scenes and. You know, like all this Rush. was was just like uh just totally like gratuitous like would you like nudity on i was like sure why not uh and it was just like the opening scene just uh, none of the women were wearing tops yeah no that, i'm, I'm like, looking for at that right no now. reason That's it was just you go you walk into really an inn, this fantasy this high fantasy dungeon dragons inn and it's just they're all just walking around and sitting around just with titties hanging out and you're like there's no reason for these titties to be hanging out like this. This and it's it, you get it because the game is is pretty much fan service anyway. Got but it. I just yeah. If you would have, if you were, if you were five, it's a dark dungeon you're five game. seconds faster, we would have. Yeah. It would have just been full blown. Yeah, on the stream. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, yeah, that's that's all I wanted. I I told I told my chat I would do that. Okay. And. and uh, well, I'm too, I'm too quick on the VOD is what happened. No, there. I figured you might look at it beforehand. <laughs> well, I got to find it. I just... turned the nudity mod off, and it was it was an average okay game that played almost exactly like Darkest Dungeon. Got it. Yeah. It looked a little Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Um, I could fill three minutes. 
I, I think I'm done with Monster Hunter Rise. I put about 45 hours into it off stream. I'm at the point now where in that game you're hunting monsters that like either straight up one shot you or take for fucking ever to kill because they have so much fucking HP or a combination of the both. Uh, and so I'm good. I'm, I'm MR 50. I'm not going to grind and double that to MR 100 to see like the final fight. Uh, cause it would take probably another 40 hours, uh, with how long those fights go, but it's, uh, it's really good expansion. If you played rise, definitely grab some break. It's more monster hunter, more, more monsters, new monsters, old monsters, harder monsters, new, uh, new gear, new items to get all that type of stuff. So. I could, yeah, there's always, you could mod, uh, I could, I could cheat and mod my MR and then quit, but I'd rather just like farm it myself whenever they start releasing yeah. new monsters over the course of the next of the game, man. Yeah. <laughs> but there are, I wouldn't say there's a lot of, uh, of cheating in the game, but on the PC version, it's very easy to just grab a mod that edits your weapon to do nine, 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 nine damage. And you can just walk around online and there's no penalties. You just walk over and <laughs> one shot a mob. Um, they don't really care too much about it from what I've seen. So interesting. That's that. But I'm I'm just gonna wait for the DLC stuff uh, or not DLC the the free updates that Monster Hunter does over the uh, the next couple of months, and I'll probably get somewhere close to those fights and see all that stuff. Now now I guess the wait for World Two or whatever the next Monster Hunter is, whatever their next main game is, whenever that gets announced, hopefully soon. I think a world two would be a pretty big deal whenever that gets uh, put out there. If the leaks are to be believed, but that's that. I don't think uh, I've you got call really out the name else. for this one. The, the what do you mean? Or no, this oh, the only Final Fantasy ones you like predict what the name will, the title will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mon- Monster, Monster Hunter. It's always just Monster Hunter something. World okay. Rise. Older games are a little bit more obscure. It'll probably be World Two or something like that. But have to imagine it. Uh, we could just we could just do some shout outs, wrap it up. Still have a yeah. couple games to uh, to discuss next week. We'll try and I'll reach out to Goth, uh, see if he wants to jump on. We'll talk about his journey, uh, which we mentioned a little bit before, uh, which is a rather unique one. And then uh, we'll keep doing DF all the way through. I'm trying to think what the next Ubisoft has an event that they announced that I think is in September. But apart from all that, what what is the there's Xenoblade at the end of July, Xenoblade Chronicles three on the 29th. Yeah, I think I'm going to. Um, you played all of two, right? Yep, yep. I didn't do uh, Torna though. Did you do the DLC? Or do you have any plans? I'm probably just gonna. I might play it off stream. I might watch a recap. There might be some ties to it in the. I, dude, I tried to play Xenoblade Chronicles DE. Yeah, didn't make it. Yeah, didn't it's it. it's a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's also a lot to do. <laughs> right before three comes out if i actually yeah. want to do three yeah so i decided to just wait until three um, but, i don't know if tor i know that two is going to be big to three i don't know if torna is torna going to be a big i think of three? torna might be bigger connection to three than the main game i i don't know though that the the connections are always a little bit looser than uh than what i would i guess want from those games but okay yeah i mean if you in, if you remember the end of two that yeah. was where it connected to one in yeah. kind of a big way. Right? Torn is a prequel to two. Oh. Yeah, it's all those characters that were in two that I'm not going to get into spoilers. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I stopped myself right before the spoilers. 
let's do some shout outs and uh we'll we'll call this a show uh, i have you labeled as max because i didn't update it but zeke do some shout outs <laughs> oh no you got it it's good no no no. i'm saying in like obs it was the, the oh, last oh, thing okay, i didn't okay. update yeah self-report uh what's up everybody thank you guys for watching my name is ezekiel the third you can find me at or slash ezekiel underscore iii or ezekiel the third all spelled out on twitch twitter youtube tiktok and instagram uh thank you to cone jp for well and for letting me come back uh against probably their better judgment i appreciate it um we almost took us all I'm, out with that lands of sorcery i mean that was <laughs> yeah no kidding man my <laughs> god dude <laughs> shut up Cole. you played witcher man you've shown boobs on your channel i've seen it <laughs> um anyway <laughs> dude uh if you want to see me uh not only shave my beard shave my head and then glue it onto the mr scott evans's face nice. what well do i have a charity for you uh i've been raising money this month of july for uh saint baldrick's um or uh, saint baldrick's foundation which is a cancer uh a, a childhood cancer foundation that takes takes your donation and disseminates it to uh where it's needed most so they're basically like the 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 central hub and they they spread out the money uh where it could do the most good um and i'm doing that for the entire month of july if you guys want to donate uh, come over to my channel and put hashtag bald in the chat and uh, it'll take you to the website uh if we get we're at thirteen thousand right now if we get to fifteen thousand, that's when i do the beer transplant to mr scott evans 20,000. Uh, we're gonna re reprise the hot sauce cast where we, me and Scott, and some special guests just put the hottest of hottest sauces on some nuggies and probably get high doing it because of the you know the reaction that, that my body has to it, um, to hot spicy things. Um, and uh, way down the line, stretch goal if we if we even get close. To fifty thousand, if we get to or if we get to fifty thousand dollars raised, I will shave off my eyebrows as well. So, I they made me put it in there, so I said, okay, I'll do it, but it has to be a really high amount. I chose fifty thousand. So if we do that, there you go. But uh, yeah, come on over uh, if you want to uh, donate to that, or you can just go to stbaldricks.org/slash/participants/slash/we couldn't care less. <laughs> Clever, right? Um. But if you want to know what I'm playing, well, I'm, I'm off tomorrow. Money's off. But on uh, Tuesday, I will be picking up, uh, starting the new horror game I picked up that I've been hearing decent things about called Madison. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what I'm, yeah, I've heard good things about that, too. Uh, on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, all my streams start at 10 a.m. Pacific. So thank you for watching. Awesome stuff. Cool. What's going on? I have so many questions about a lot of things I just heard. Something about hot sauce getting you high and a beard transplant and when when, it, when is that uh stream Zeke, you said uh, it's after july well after we oh, after complete, july okay yeah because with this okay. whole the campaign is going the whole month of july cool okay anyway hi everyone thank you so much for watching today as always big thanks to jp and zeke that was a lot of fun i am waist deep in dragon age inquisition probably gonna play some more tonight uh some more tomorrow as well we're gonna be returning to ai the this AI, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative um, at some point in the near future too. Also, maybe some Hard Space Shipbreaker, maybe some Madison. We'll be kind of mixing it up a little bit as we keep on going. But on that note, I uh, really appreciate all you guys being here. Thank you for watching and see you next week if I don't see you earlier in the channel. Cool, cool.
that's gonna do it for drop frames we'll be back next week 1 p.m eastern tomorrow uh we've got mcu crew with me jesse cox and that bronze girl we'll be talking all about the new thor movie and how much we all hated it i'm sure <laughs> so tune into that really <laughs> yeah uh awesome. we've, we've been pretty negative uh recently on Marvel, so yeah check out the show it's not uh it's not the circle jerk one might expect <laughs> kind of is though with jesse there ms marvel's good yeah well is it uh turn tune in tomorrow zeke <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> about that as well uh i'll be finishing up Hollow Knight. <clears throat> yeah we'll be finishing up Hollow night later today uh as soon as we wrap up here jericho's gonna jump on and we're gonna watch the final episode of the boys uh from this season which i've heard some pretty good things about so i'm excited to check that out and then that's about it probably i, I might start lost you guys tell me lost judgment how long would that playthrough take would you would you garner is that a long one? It's just going to be focusing main story? Yeah, I don't really care for the side stuff. 20-ish? 2025? I mean, if you just do main story, then probably like 20, 20 early 20s. Okay. Say. That might fit then, because I got to get, get to the 29th. That's the goal. It's a lot of fun. And Greg Chun, oh, such a boss. All yeah, of, it's, it's just, it, he's just great. It, I really liked how that game looked graphically. So that might keep me in uh, alone. I also like uh, Yakuza 7 with everything turned up 4k it's gorgeous looking game i'm enjoying that as well in a weird way anyways we'll we'll do some more of that maybe i'll talk about it next week uh but that's that i gotta get out of here because we gotta watch the boys jericho's probably waiting can't keep he gets really angry if we're uh if we keep him waiting too long you know what i'm saying zeke i do but i just i just you know feed him an m m and tell him to go away and he's, <laughs> he's good. that's what you do with all zoomers really that's how you keep them happy just giving them give them uh m, m-, m- then they'll be yep. fine. Yeah. It has Percocet in it. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> Have a good rest of your weekend, guys. We'll see you next week for more drop frames. Bye bye.